Hey, yo, my bad, y'all. What's up? Uh, Jalene, hey, Nino, Natasha, Takashi, what's up? Lawless Prince, Tyrese, Enobo, James, uh, let me see. Bear with me. Bear with me. I fucking hate OBS. I really do. I truly hate OBS. All right, Edmund, what's happening? Sunday. So let me let me get into it real quick. It's just my thoughts. My thoughts and my thoughts alone. So shout out to everybody that's celebrating the Fourth of July. Um, I'm sure you know you guys are all get eating the pork and the swine, right? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Heat index 100. See, I love triple digit. I 
I saw somebody having a cookout trying to get it in. I, I remember your cousin, your cousin Pete. <laughs> Prince of Mills a fool. Pop up chat. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Shit. Okay. All right. So you see the title of the video, of the stream, and why am I saying this? Well, it's fairly simple because um, here's the thing. You have to learn how to. Um, okay, so you know it's a great thing when you when you wake up and, and everything, and you you can see signs and symbols, right? And you know what this means, and you know what that means. You see the checkerboard floors, and and you see uh, the one eye symbolism and all this. That's great, and, and and you should be diligent and mindful of such. But here's here's the problem with that. Um, not enough people care that whatever the symbols and, 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 and signs mean that it's evil or it's bad, okay? We have the problem, and what I'm saying is, identification. so you're saying evil is good, good is evil because good. <laughs> I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, listen, if, if, if this is Satan's playground, right, and I'm using air quotes, then yeah, you should expect to see this everywhere and in the food and the air and the water and the TV and the, the, the messages and the programming. So this is almost expected. You should, it should not surprise you to see the signs and symbols, okay? Also, it shouldn't surprise you if people actually go out and support this narrative, this mindset, this lifestyle, okay? What I'm seeing is a lot of people getting upset because when you point out the, the, the illicit nature behind it, people get upset that they don't um, take heed or repent or whatever the case may be. It's like, no, that's people love this more than you realize or uh, people care to know, unfortunately. So, you know, like I said, it's it's great that, you know, everyone's awoke and, and got knowledge and everything but at the end of the day you let you gotta let them have this what now what you would hope is that your child or your sibling or your spouse doesn't fall victim to this shit but for the most part this is theirs you got to let them rock this and they're going to and i and i go to the people send me videos and stuff and i'm like oh can you see the symbols and i'm like yeah okay that's cool that's good that you see it but here but the thing is when you go into the comments you have people saying they don't care, right? They don't care if it's if it's if it's an evil symbol symbol, if it means this. They don't care. They actually celebrate the shit. They're they're okay with that. And guess what? If they're okay with it, you should be too. Everybody should be allowed to live in their own space. Period. Point blank. As long as they're not trying to uh, influence your life, your decisions, and your immediate household. Then, for the most part, you got to let them rock this. They're going to rock it regardless. Now, if you're the type that's going to take a wait and see approach, well, we're going to wait to see, you know, if the, if the creator comes back or nature does what she's supposed to do and yada, 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 or let themselves kind of fight themselves out or breed themselves out. Whatever the case may be, you got to let these people rock. Do what they do, they're going to do it. Don't waste your time and energy trying to debate people 
and trying to point out the symbols and, and, and the meaning behind it and trying to decode everything, stop. You're going to give yourself a headache. You're going to give yourself a headache. So, um, like I said, this is their realm. This is third dimension. This is basically a prison planet. It's the lowest dimension possible. This is like, uh, this is a, uh, what is it in the, in the military? You get demoted. This is a, basically a demotion for everybody. That's it. That's it. Um, you got to let them rock with it, y'all. You cannot spend y'all time and energy trying to shame people into trying to convince them what they worship is, is evil or, 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 you know, have ill intent. You just can't. You, you're gonna not, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. Let them have this shit. And like I said, don't be surprised when you have people that's openly, um, that's open to this, that seek this out. That's, that's not your fault. That everybody has to have the experience and everything. You gotta let them rock it. Got to let them rock it. My bad, y'all. I'm playing around with the IGTV. And I really, really, really don't care for this. Um, my bad, my bad. Let me see. I'm gonna fa yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a fast start next week. I'm gonna do a three day fast because uh, I got some um, I got some rituals I'm trying to knock out. So I need to be I need to have my vessel clean when I do it. So yeah. My bad, y'all. Um, Ms. Naya, hey, 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 hey. Okay, um, secrecy, silence. I, I get what you're saying. I am five. What's happening, bro? Um, I, I get what you're saying. But, you know, if, if we want to get down to the, the crux of the Satan, basically Satan is, is your adversary or is, is basically you. Um, basically Satan is adversary. That's pretty much as... That's as much credence as I give to it. Um, everybody has their adversary within them. Um, if you're going to ask me, is there a there's satanic powers and, and things of that nature? Yes, don't get me wrong. But for the most part, Satan is, you know, your lower self, whatever the case may be. There's stuff that doesn't want to act right. The ego, it could be the ego, you know. Um, also, uh... 
yeah, I was playing around. So I didn't know. Jesus and God and worship. See, Lucy, you, you're getting into something that I really don't. I really don't subscribe. I mean, I'm listen. We we must learn to separate the religion aspect from the spiritual aspect. Are there spiritually bad entities? Yes. Do they always necessarily tie into religion? Not all the time. Satan is a demon. I mean, we can. That's debatable because angels and demons are pretty much the same thing. It all depends on your perspective and the intent. So, like I said, that's that's debatable. You know, if I summon a being, which you may be, which you may call a demon, I may call it an angel because it's helping me out. So, you know, like I said, it's all up for debate. I'm not trying to do that right now. Uh. But um, so yeah, I was I was doing some Satan is a creation from man. See, yeah, we're gonna we're not we're we're we're, we're, we're gonna not see eye to eye on that one, Lucy. I mean, because if if you if you you keep bringing if you bring up Satan, then you know for most people when you say Satan, then you got to bring up Lucifer. And I for one have no I have no issue with Lucifer, Lucifer the idea of Lucifer. I'm not, you're not going to catch me bashing Luciferians to that extent. You're just not, because I see things from a different point of view. Around the Dragon Wars, we have to pay, pay back this cosmic debt, so sit back family. Yeah, 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 Ralph, right? Um, yeah, but everybody has their own idea of what Satan is. What Satan is. To me, it's just an adversary. So, you know, if... There's a bully on the block, and you're the, you're constantly getting picked by this bully. He takes your lunch money. Technically, he's your Satan. Satan is real. He gives orders to the powers that be. Uh, once again, you have to subscribe to Christianity for that. If you don't subscribe to Christianity, then you don't recognize Satan to, to that extent. Right? Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Because I don't follow Christianity. So your idea of Satan versus mine are going to be a little bit off. That's all I'm saying. But don't get me wrong. There's evil in the world by all means. But I'm not going to so quick to put a name on it just because it fits a narrative. You know, <laughs> that's just me, though. Um, so, yeah, I was playing around doing some research and I did not know. Remember, I did a video a month back about doing the, uh, not to do the 23andMe, check out the movie called The Domestics, shows the future destruction in the USA and filled with heavy occultism, movies out, so, uh, I'll check it out, um, saying this is the next man that wished me, huh, see, exactly, yeah, exactly, I'm not gonna put a, put, um, hooves and horns and a tail on the motherfucker and be like, this is, this is, this is who he is, you know? Um, so yeah, a while back I did the videos about, um, the 23andMe and the Ancestry.com. So I did not know one of the founders of 23andMe, she's married to one of the founders of Google. I did not know that. So I guess the, the lady's name is Anne, Angel Kiki, whatever. She's married to Serge, Sergey Brim or Sergio Brim. Sergio Brim or Sergey Brim, Sergey, whatever his name is. 
He's one of the co-founders of Google. I did not know this. I did not know this. And then I guess back in 20, uh, two, 2007, uh, they gave her money. They gave her a, um, an investment fund of about $4 million into 23andMe. So not only when you do 23andMe, not only are they giving you basically bullshit uh, genealogy and, and results, they also sell your information to insurance carriers. So now the insurance carriers have a have your blood history, and they can pretty much run the DNA sequ sequences to see what you are predis predispositioned to, which could eliminate you from the insurance packages if they have your information. I did not know this. So this is another reason why you should not be so quick to run and have these blood tests done by 23andMe and Ancestry.com. Yeah, they sell the DNA, and like I said, they put you on. They put they they'll, they'll break down the sequences of your DNA. They'll find out what what predispositions that you have as far as sickness and illness, and they'll put you in certain categories. And in those certain categories, you can either get insurance or you can't. I did not know that. Did not know that. Crazy. Crazy. I did not know this. And then they have a DNA. What is it? They have a DNA test that you could buy online to see what you are predis predisposed to as far as illnesses as well. Um, good grief. I mean, it's, like, it's already hard enough to get, you know, decent health insurance. But yeah, so everyone that sold their, their information that involved the 23andMe, your DNA has been broken down. And the insurance companies have a record of you and, and all the problems that you may may have in your bloodline. And this is how they probably kind of this is how they kind of weed out who has good parts for sale or not, to a certain extent. And they send you as Africa, and that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Just when you thought you had it all figured out, and there's another plot twist to it. I did not know all this time. Like, I literally just found this out a couple days ago. I'm just sitting here like, what? Yeah. Uh, let me see what else. Let me... My bad, y'all. I'm, I'm responding to negative comments. On this Tiffany Haddish thing, negative comments. It's just funny to me. Yes. Uh, I took organ organ off off license. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Never do that. Never do that. Never ever ever. Um, and yeah, as. I'm sure y'all, you know, you guys know I didn't do a show yesterday because I'm doing a lot of shit and um, I didn't, I wasn't meant to prepare to do a show last night or yesterday rather. So my bad. Screenshot, screenshot. Oh, so let me talk about um this whole with the boy name that got that got stabbed up, Junior, Junior shit. Okay, the little Junior dude. All right, here's my take on it. The first, the moment I seen the uh, 
the gang member with the blonde hair. Instantly, I just knew it was some bullshit. And I instantly thought, okay, I'm thinking ritual. Some this boy was set up. They wanted this particular boy. I don't. I'm not believing that um, it was mistaken identity. Uh, I don't believe that the sex tape thing is the real issue. Here, a couple questions that I had off the top is why would the mother let the boy go out on a school night? Well, can you say school night? Why would the mother let the 15 year old boy out at what time? He was at 10 30, 11 o'clock. Why would she let him go out? Okay, that's the first thing. Second thing is um, the, 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 the member with the blonde hair. I was like, this is bullshit. Something's not. Something not adding up, okay? And the story of it just me personally. I think they they chose the boy. The boy was a target. The boy was set up. Set up by whom? I don't know. To be honest with you guys, I really don't care to know. But this whole mistaken identity, sex tape with the girl, blah blah blah. It it, it ain't it ain't it don't sound right. It don't sound right at all. Doesn't sound right at all. And if you know, just um, and if you're gonna ask me if these kids are real members of Trinitarios, now they could could they could be fringe members. I don't know. They could have just chosen the Trinitarios and just happened to have machetes. I don't know. But um, I don't see too many hardcore like gang members crying at at, at the arraignment. You know what I'm saying? I know I know what I'm saying is a stretch, but We've seen enough young kids, young males, when they get, they go in front of the judge, normally they have no expression, right? Normally they don't show any remorse, they don't crack, they don't fold, they don't bend, they just don't give a fuck, okay? Like, if we've seen kids out here like that. These teenagers are really out here, sociopath, no emotions, just not giving two shits about anybody, right? And, um... And then the one boy crying, I was like, you know what? And he's a member of the Trinitarios, you know? That's like, <laughs> I don't know. That's like a, a hardcore member that you know is a hardcore gang member, that, and they start crying in court. Like, motherfuckers are not crying in court like that. I haven't seen it, not that in a while. And that's the Bronx, the Bronx children be out at 12. See, I don't even, actually, I don't even know why kids be out that late. I don't know. You know, I, I, you know, we grew, we couldn't get it. I couldn't go out at 10 o'clock at night, you know? So, uh, yeah, and the fact that they, they, they pointed to the hospital nearby, it could, it could be. The Red Cross keep asking for your blood. So they, so what, what's your blood type, Tyrese? Because obviously they, you have a blood type that they want, clearly. I mean, that's. That that's that that's what that that's what that is. They you clearly have a blood type that they want. So yeah, you clearly have a blood type they want. Let's do this. I'm gonna go. Let me see IGTV. I'm really not liking this IGTV, y'all. Maybe it's just me. All right, let's do this. I'm going to go on Instagram Live.
at the same time. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, oh shit. If you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me now because I am currently on Instagram Live. And we can just have this conversation on two different platforms at the same time. Oh shit, look, it's DeFoxy, y'all. Everybody run. It's freaking DeFoxy. Wait, 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 wait. Trinitar's got too many rivals recorded. Okay, they, 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 they got every last one of the guys in the cells away from... Oh, yeah, they're they're all in, in, in protective custody, right? They've been relit. They stay out in front of the house till midnight. See, y'all some badass kids. Y'all some bad kids. I couldn't hang out all night, okay? I had a dad and a mom that would put foot to ass. So it must be nice to be out... Yo, I had a curfew for prom. I had to be at, I had to be at home at midnight on prom. Real spit. Real spit. Uh, so I my folks were were very, very strict. Don't have Instagram? Get Instagram, uh, Edmund. Quit playing. We learned it from Slack. Chris, what are you talking about? What the fuck ever, man? Whatever. A1 Godflow, yes sir! Yeah! We're doing a two. We're doing a two for one today, bruh. We're doing a two for one. Mac, what's good, bruh? Um. So yeah, I, I I don't believe the narrative they get they're giving us for the for this boy. I do feel the boy was set up. Not only set up, but he was clearly uh, scoped and he was sized up. So it was this wasn't a random thing for me. Um. And I feel bad. The boy got murdered the way he did, but it, it, look at the world we live in. The leader in custody. So, but they're all young kids. Yeah, Ralph. I didn't even. I didn't know skating on on prom. I didn't even. I didn't. Nope. I didn't do no skeet. I didn't know there was no skeeting for me on my prom. I was a square man, square. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. All these kids they're picking up, they're young kids. These are not lifelong gang members, like not like that. Why they set the boy up? I don't know. But let's let's go over the story now. Initially, they said they call him out downstairs for five dollars. Really? So who comes to your house at 10.30 at night for $5? Right? Remember the whole $5 thing? And then it changed to uh, some rival gang nonsense bullshit. So... Chris, what you have is a, you have a bunch of foot soldiers. That's it. These guys are not gang leaders. These are foot soldiers. These are flunkies. These are lackeys. They may have been trying to get stripes. I don't know. We'll probably never know. And I'm not going to go deep into this shit trying to figure out what the fuck I, it took place. I don't care that enough that much to, to you know, I will not Kanika Jenkins this thing. I don't care at this point. I mean, it's really not that deep to me. You know? And then, on the, on the, on the flip side is everyone's mad at the store owner. For not doing what he's supposed to do. Well, what the fuck was he supposed to do? Because, you know, I don't know if we noticed, but normally when we see some shit go down, 
we turn our heads and we keep it moving, right? We don't, we, what do we say? My name is Bennett and I ain't in it, right? We know a lot of good Samaritans that have, that have been murdered trying to help somebody out, right? The good guy that jumps in, the woman's getting her ass beat, the nigga jump in trying to save the, save the woman, the nigga turn, and then the nigga beat his ass and the girlfriend beat his ass. And it ain't no, listen, <laughs> people getting mad at the store owner for what? He's already seen violence. Look at the, look at the hood that he, his store is located in. This man sees dumb shit, fuck shit every day in his store, and he keep and he turns his head. None of his business. Now that's the that's the code that we all live by, right? If we're gonna keep the street, you know, we keeping the street. If we're gonna do the G code shit, you know, monkey, no, 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 see no evil, hear no evil, whatever the case may be. What did y'all expect the store owner to do? Because if he was shot a last one of the motherfuckers, y'all have been like, oh, the store was the store owner was racist, and he was, you know, he tried to kill them all, and yada. So, no. If you're that guy, you the first thing you're like is get out my store, take that shit outside out my store, take it outside. So, people once again in their feelings, not thinking logically. You want to hold this man accountable for what? That's not his place. Which y'all should be. Jumping on is the goddamn mama for letting the boy go out at, at that time of the night any fucking way. How come nobody talking about the mama? And matter of fact, where's the boy daddy at? How come we never talk about where's the... Every time there's some shit go down with a young man, we see the mama, but we never see the daddy. So where the boy daddy at? Right? And then on top of that, he was in the junior, the, 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 the junior explorer program, so he wanted to be a cop. So he got that dynamic... Played up, playing in, and playing in that. And you know how wicked the NYPD is, so you don't know what type of rituals they got going on for incoming uh, classes when they get sworn in. So let's not play this game. So let's not stop being distracted by the emotions. Sit your asses down. Think logically. Does this shit make sense to you? Is this something you would do in this situation? Yes or no? And just because it's not a high profile, well, I won't say high profile, but, um, just because it's uh, it doesn't make sense to you, it makes sense to those who greenlit this, who orchestrated this whole situation. So let's not hold the store owner accountable, because like I said, he owns a store in in one of the one of the worst spots, right? And he sees fuck shit every day. So no, and you and you know y'all know damn well if you see somebody getting their ass whooped, what y'all do? Like mm, that's fucked up, and keep it moving. Keep it. Did we just not see, uh, did y'all see the Facebook Live when the dude beat this woman up on, on, on camera? Like, during the Facebook Live recording, the dude beat this woman up. Nobody jumped in. You got somebody recording this shit, and this dude's beating this woman's ass. Did anybody jump in? No, they did not. So now, once again, I ask you, what did y'all expect the store owner to do? Because if he would have bucked everybody down, they would have been mad about that shit. Still owner should have manned up. Prince, come on, man. Listen, if he had gunned them kids down, he he would have had to leave. He would have had to leave and move about the area. He would have had to leave the area. Come on, if you're bruh, if you're still you're still owner for real, and you gunned down five or six teenagers, you got some ignorant folks to deal with. Then you got to deal with the cops. Even though more than likely you would, they would drop the charges, whatever the case may be. Who wants to go through all that? 
Who wants to go through all that? And then your store's losing money because you got to close down. You know? And, and, and once again, here, here's the part that y'all don't want to hear. I'll go ahead and say it. Was the boy was Latino, Hispanic, and okay, and okay, got nothing to do with our people. I know y'all don't want to hear it. I know it's, it, it's unpopular for me to sit here and say, but that's not our issue. We got our own issue. I'm sitting here watching WGN News right now. See how many people got shot in Chicago during the Fourth of July. That's the type of shit I'm on. I can't worry about what other what other nationalities go through. I can't. So y'all know damn well if that if that store owner would have done if he went if he would have went dirty Harry on everybody and murdered and, and shot everybody in cold blood. Yeah. So let's be let's let's be honest with ourselves. See, Natasha, yeah, you live in New York and that's normal behavior every day. That's crazy. That's crazy. Daniel, what's happening? Daniel was good. Was good. He good. Was good. Right, Tim. See, not, no one wants to talk about that, Tim. And that's and you know what? And I hate to say this, but I will give the con artist Tariq Nasheed credit for that. He's probably one of the only few people that I've ever heard say that openly. Like, you gotta hold your own nuts. And I agree with that. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, at some point. We need to focus on our issues because no one's coming to save us or help us, y'all. It is what it is. I'm not here to spread doom and gloom or anything like that. But it just is what it is. What's the bookie on Chicago's murder rate today? Fuck, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. That's crazy. Um, yeah, you, you'd, be, you'd, be, you'd be almost a fool to risk your life to be a good Samaritan these days. It's it's, I'm sorry, but it's not worth it. It's not. Let me see. It shocks me that sacrificing is really a thing. Um, hey, you know, okay, Miss Naya, remember when Obama's grandmother was in the corner of the White House cutting up chickens to protect Obama? Remember that was a big deal a few years ago. So yeah, it is very very real. Now I don't I don't I think it gets a bad rap. Uh, you know, you shouldn't, and then we're talking sacrificing, you know, humans is one thing, but, you know, sacrificing animals to protect loved ones, you know, whatever your little Santa Teresa is and, and your little other shits that you use, you know, we've been doing it, we've always done it, right, when you, when you live on the farm, okay, you gotta sacrifice the animals to feed the family, so, in a sense, that's what it is, but now when you get to the human aspect of it, okay, so... We see in the movies where it's always you gotta sacrifice the few to save the many. Okay, that's one aspect of sacrificing. All right, but now when you get into specific motives and 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 um, intent, like okay, so if you believe in certain spirits and entities that need to be fed on a regular basis, souls or blood, or the case may be, and then you enter the contract with the said being, then yes, you have to do what you have to do. Unfortunately, and. You know, I I don't when it, these young kids I don't pass judgment on. It's these old heads that are still acting like, you no, know, we don't know what's going on. Like no motherfucker, we know exactly what's going on. We know what y'all do. 
Trying to get my IG shut down. They might not ready for your weirdo talk. Ah, it's whatever. I'm not here to please everybody. Hey, yo, look, look at my, ooh, look at my forearm muscles. Ooh, look. <laughs> Anywho, oh, uh, that's she. A lot of black folks being killed. Yeah, um, the numbers in Chicago, right? I, we 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 known for years that's been other other uh, influences doing that. If it was a black different outcome, you don't see black crimes like that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I heard about the Russian spy. Uh, let me see. Let me go. Yeah, I heard about the Iron Five. I I didn't get into the particulars, but I heard about it. Let me go to the comments. My bad. My bad. Um, so yeah, Miss Naya, unfortunately, it's, it's almost a way of life. It really is. Am I going to see the purge? Yes, I, I will at some point go see the purge. Now, what I've noticed from the trailers, you have a certain faction. And they, and like I said, they'll tell you flat out in these movies. Um, let me see. My man, my man, perhaps sacrificing some of the behaviors and desires within ourselves instead of pointing fingers at others. Yes, we can finally get some change. Too many times we are sabotaging our own. I, brother, you, we are in agreement. You already know. We, uh, yes. And, and self-sacrifice. Here's the problem. You know, black folk love to talk about, you know, black economy, black in, in, empowerment, freedoms and shit like that. But nobody wants to sacrifice their next 20 to 30 years to make sure the kids and grandkids have something tangible. That's the problem. We are too self-centered and we, we live too in the now to want to sacrifice anything for the long run. So when these guys make plans, they make plans 30, 40, 50 years. They make plans after they're dead. We don't do that. We can't even fathom making plans for after we're dead. We want to see our, the fruits of our labor, you know, while we're still alive. Which most people, which, which is understandable. But they don't think like that. They think grandkids, great-grandkids, you know, they think that far down the line. So, once again, and I know I'm beating a dead horse. But if you think you, you uh, investing $500 is going to lead to you seeing economic prosperity and financial freedom in this lifetime, it's just not going to happen, people. It's just not going to happen. It would take hundreds of millions of dollars. Not only that, but it would take government, it would take legislation to help siphon off some of their wealth and trickle it down to us. So, um, no, it's just not going to happen. Black folk, we don't, we don't think two, three, four steps ahead. We think for now. We live for now, and that, that is what it is. Wait a Tag was funny. The only the made the made the black only guy in the movie gay and a weirdo. I see. I didn't go see Tag. I, that shit didn't that didn't and and move me at all to go see it. I could care less for Tag. But what I, I noticed from the Purge trailers, you have a certain sector wanting the Purge. They, all the Purge movies basically is the poor, infirmed, elderly, sick. Non-desirables. Now you could throw a lot of 
people into non-desirables in, into that. So basically, your purge movies are an excuse for race wars. Now, let's get into Jason Black. Okay. I have no issue with Jason Black. Let me preface my comments. I have no issue with Jason Black. Here's the issue I do have. So now he's got race war coming out. Okay. Um, once again, if you have people that don't believe they're in a race war, well, guess what? It's, they're not, <laughs> how do you convince people that they're in a race war? Okay. Seriously. Now you can talk economics, politics, um, social, political statuses, um, race, all that good stuff. But if the crux of your people, if the majority of black people don't believe they're in an actual race war, okay? So if a guy, if a black conservative wakes up every morning and he goes to, and he, and he goes to Capitol Hill and he deals with white folk all day long, how are you going to convince a black conservative he's in a race war? Just, just a legitimate question. How are you going to convince pe millions of people that are in interracial relationships they're in a race war? How do you do that? How? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how, how do you go about trying to, you know, bang, bang the bell, ring the bell, and let people know it's a race war coming? A lot of white folks turned up on us when I heard that I heard the kidnap a little black but he got away. Right. And they come to find out with some bullshit in the end, right? So, you, you, drum, you, you, you beating the drums for... The, way, the race war, and, you know, you beat the drums for white supremacy, right? And you, you beat the drums for race soldiers, right? But once again, the majority of your people don't believe this is real. So a guy like Jesse Lee Peterson, does, does, he, does, he, does he wake up in the morning saying, hey, I'm in a race war, let me stop fucking with these people like that, right? If you're in a real live race war, you would not be living next to white people. You'd be back in the hood amongst your own, okay? How are you at the forefront and you create the term race soldier and you live in a mixed neighborhood? Once again, I need clarity. How does that work? How does that work? You know? I, 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 I don't understand. How do you explain the swirlers? Hey, swirlers. We're in a race war. I think y'all need to kind of come on back to the farm and, and batten down the hatches because it's about to get real. Uh, the said the purge will happen in real life. I mean, listen, pur the purge is, is real. You have a bunch of missing homeless people all across the country. That's that's no, that's not, you know, that is, that's real shit. Like, you got a bunch of homeless people missing, missing, missing. Um... There's reports of a bunch of missing people out of Hawaii from the missile scare still. They're not talking about that. So you got a bunch of people missing from the missile scare in Hawaii. And you're going to have a bunch of more people missing uh, because of the, the volcano because they're bringing in the, the floating barges. So anytime the government creates a problem and then gives you the solution, they, you know that the trick bag is in. It's, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. Right, yes, when the bullets hit their home that you you're right. You're right, but we ain't trying to we ain't trying to take it that far. 
We ain't trying to take it that far, bro. Um. So yeah, they tell you all the time what's going to happen, and got because about you know by the by the creed they got to tell you that's all good and well, but at the same time, I'm the average black person. I highly doubt wakes up and thinks I'm in a race war. I'm sorry. I you know. Out of all the aspects of all the, the, the five, six modicums of war, when you get down to the physical part of it, they need to see evidence of it. And they don't. And, you know, you got black conservatives say, well, um, they got black conservatives that say, well, I need to see a law in the books that says, you know, this is what it is. And they're not going to tell you flat out, word for word, this is what it is in, in the law books. They'll use legalese, right? And they'll use uh, other means to get the point across. Because they know black folks ain't going to read like that. You're not going to pick up a black's law dictionary and, and go to the etymology of these words. You're not going to, you know, it's just, they're just not, you know? Um, instead of black, say African. Tuh. Yeah, and by the, and by then, when it hits the fan, it's it's too late, you know. So, and and another another problem that we have is we like to be victims. We revel in victimhood because you get things out of being a victim, right? You get the boohoo and point fingers and say he hurt me and yada yada yada. And no one plays victim better than us, unfortunately. That's the sad part, and um, you know. We don't care for change like that. Not to not to do what we have to do as a people. So that's the biggest problem. So before you come tell me there's a race war, then we need to have a civil war amongst our people first before you can go deal with the big boss. Okay? Because you got, you know, your old school boule niggas, um, Jackson and Sharpton, um, fucking, uh, who, 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 Sheila Jackson, Maxine Waters. Y'all still voting for these people? John Conyers? The biggest crackpots? These people sold y'all down the river. And y'all still hold these people in high regards. Maxine Waters. This, this bitch, for the last 50 years, been playing the games with black folk. <laughs> 50 fucking years. Done nothing. Nothing for the community. Nothing. Fucking Maxine Waters, you got to be shitting me, man. The fuck has she done? My 26 year old is a super victim. You act like I'm supposed to save me. And then, oh, let's talk about Kamala Harris. Remember those three cops? Two years ago. And I'm going to do some more digging with that. Remember those three cops that got busted for the child sex trafficking? And they mentioned Kamala Harris, right? And then he, and then one of the main cops kept saying the Masons are behind it. Y'all remember that shit? Please tell me y'all remember that shit. Please tell me y'all remember that. This was like literally two, three years ago. It was a huge ring. All these black cops got popped for the child sex trafficking shit. And the one guy, he kept saying, yeah, the Masons run it. And we, we, we were doing this stuff under Kamala Harris. 
Allegedly. But Kamala Kamala Harris's name was mentioned. The dude did say her name. I'll make a quick video about it. So none of these elective Iron Five Dog, it it came out and they brushed, they swept it under the rug so quick. You'd have missed it. You'd have missed it. It was three black. It was two dudes and a, and a, and a sister. They were black cops, and you, they kept, he kept saying Masons, Masons, Masons. Masons were behind it, and Masons are doing this. I'm a master Mason. Yada yada yada, and they were all attached to Kamala Harris. I got I got a caption of it, and I'm a I'll I'll, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. I sure will. I sure will. The dude kept hollering, Master Masons was behind. He, I'll pull it up. I'm. I. I got it. I got the cat. Yeah, I got it. But uh, please don't think these people have your best interest in 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 um at heart. Don't ever think that. So, all right, Instagram. Thank y'all for hanging out. I'm gonna end this live right now. So I catch me on my YouTube Super Slot Seventy Five. Same title and everything. Bees. All right. Do I want to save it? Mm. Nah, I don't care to save it. Do I want to share it? Mm. Let's see what platforms it let me share it on. You know, it's weird that I really don't. People be like, yo, why don't you go on Facebook and I'm weird, y'all. I really am. Yeah, I'm weird like that. I really don't pump my shit on Facebook. Which I probably should, but I, I'm I'm kind of bougie like that. It's weird, I know. Okay, let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. I got it in a screenshot. Bear with me. Bear with me. Gallery. Gallery. Screenshot. Where are they at? Wait a minute, y'all. Just rock with me. Hold on. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Oh. One useless... One, one, one useless fact real quick. Um, so, according to the USDA census of 1910... 1910... Black people own 20 million acres of land in the South. That was back in 1910. Today we own less than 1%. Terrible. Oh, okay, okay. Another reason why I don't believe the whole Junior story, because, I don't know if you can see me. Hold on, let me show you. Let me, let me pull this up real quick. Hold up, hold up. Okay, here's another reason why I don't, I don't, um, that whole Junior story is bullshit to me. 
Remember this man? Remember this man? Look what what's around what's his what is he wearing? What's his necklace look like? Do you see his necklace? Do you see his necklace? Wait, 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 wait. This is why I don't believe what they're saying about the junior story. This is why I think it's some bullshit. This is why that boy was this is why I say the boy was set up on purpose. If it's not mistaken, I you see his necklace, right? Who is this man? And why was he speaking at at the at the boy's situation at his at his uh his little uh gathering? Y'all see that, right? Okay. So that's why it's all bullshit. That was that's not one of the reasons why I forgot about the um this this this, this junior story. But let me find the shit about Kamala Harris. I'm gonna find it. Just, just bear with me. Fudge. I know I got it. Hey, Nyril, what's happening? I know I got it somewhere. Did I get it on Twitter? Are you kidding me right now? Okay. I can't find it right now. This is some bullshit. I can't believe this. I will I will get into it. I can't find it right now. Damn it. Damn it, damn it. I can't believe I can't find that shit. Wow, I had it and I can't find it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll get back to it. I'll find it eventually. I will find it eventually. Fuck. Damn it. Oh my bad, my bad. Women college students sexual assaulted three females received three year probation. Must be nice. Must be nice. Fuck. Son of a bitch. I'm telling y'all, I had the shit. I'm sorry, y'all. Just give me one moment. Damn.
I knew I had it. Oh, well, fuck it. All right, let's get into... Uh, yo, I heard uh, Bankroll Fresh, they, they shot his mama house up. Shit. That's, um... That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, all I know is it was three cops they popped for the child sex trafficking shit, and the one cop kept saying, it's bigger than me, and he, he was saying, man, fuck, I can't believe I can't find this shit. I am truly pissed off right now, truly pissed. I ate four weed brownies last night, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Ah, found it! Ha ha! Found it, motherfucker! Yeah! Okay. This is what it was. They got arrested. It was in LATimes.com. LA Times. See, Tom knows I ain't crazy. He knows that. My brother knows I ain't crazy. LA Times. LATimes.com. They ran human trafficking. These were cops. And one of the people that got arrested was one of Kamala Harris's aide. This is from the prosecutor. So they not only did they, they, they pop the cops, they popped one of Kamala Harris's aide. And it was kidnapping, child, and human trafficking. Because they were saying they weren't, they were saying they weren't cops, but they were cops. And the one dude, the one dude kept saying, "Yeah, the Masons are running this." So I, ain't, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. The moment like I was viralized. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know I wasn't crazy. I, I, as a matter of fact, let me see if I can pull it up. I know. I'm sorry, y'all. Come on. When I get an idea in my head, yes, here it is. Okay. So, L.A. County Sheriff's uh, Captain Roosevelt Johnson thought it was odd when three people, two of them dressed in police uniforms, he didn't recognize, strolling. Oh, shit! Come on now, stop. Strolled into the Santa Clarita station in February. One man introduced himself as the Masonic Fraternal Police Department and told Johnson this was a courtesy call to let him know the agency was setting up shop in the area. They met for 45 minutes, Johnson said, but he left confused and suspicious, so much so that he immediately ordered deputies to pull the station surveillance video so they would have images of the visitors. Um... 
This week, the three people were charged with impersonating police officers. They are David Henry, who told Jonathan he was the police chief, Tonette, uh, Tonette Hayes, and Brandon Keel. Brandon Keel is, was the aide to the state, Adjourn- uh, state attorney general at the time, Kamala Harris. Here, here's the crazy part. It turns out Henry, Hayes, and Keel had allegedly introduced themselves to police agencies across the state. Though it is unclear why, a website claiming to represent their force cites connections to the Knights Templars. That's what he would kept saying. He kept saying they were Knights Templars. The site also said that the department had jurisdiction in 33 states and Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Keel was placed on paid leave April 30th, the date he was arrested. He is paid $67,416 annually as Deputy Director of Community Affairs. This is Kamala Harris's aide. Please don't act like this bitch didn't know what the fuck was going on. Matter of fact, I will post a link in the chat for y'all to see. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Let, you got to let them rock this shit. It all goes back to what I said earlier. You got to let them rock this shit. They're going to do it regardless. So I I would say, you know, don't, don't waste your time and, and your emotions trying to, you know, run around. You'll go crazy trying to point out everything and, and, and all this extra, like, yo, this is, this is them. You gotta let them. You gotta let them rock. You gotta let them have this. You're not gonna win this on this dimension. You're not going to win. You're just. It's not designed for you to win in this dimension. It's not meant for good to overcome evil in this dimension. It's not set up that way. This is a prison planet. You're not going to overtake the, the prison with goodness. You just not. That's it. That's it. So, you know, like I said, I don't want to, I'm not here to spread gloom and gloom, but man, y'all really think, (laughs) I have a, here it is. I personally have a fundamental, I have a fundamental difference of opinion with those that believe that um, it's going to turn around, um, the the plan's going to, you know, buck back on, against the virus and, I firmly believe it's not going to happen. This they, we are all here for a reason. Third dimension is basically punishment. You just like sitting in the corner. Like this is time out. You know? And while you're here, you would learn you hope to learn to reactivate whatever you lost and 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 training basically, training exercise, training day, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But no, if you think goodness is going to come back and come down here and, and overtake all this shit. Hell to the no. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I know it sucks because we all got kids. And the kids got to go through this bullshit as well. I'm sorry. Um, but at the end of the day, don't be too upset with the kids. Because the kids did choose to come here. 
Okay, we just had it. We just had a little spaceship for them set up as, as you know, as a little physical spaceship for them to come in and beam down here to learn the lesson as well. Because you don't know who your kids were in a past life. All right, so you don't know what lessons they're here to learn as well. You just were the conduit for them to come down here and also for them to serve a little time, a little timeout punishment, whatever the fucking case may be. All right. So, um, you know, don't, don't. Don't, don't go crazy overthinking the shit. That's what I say, you know. I just say, hey, you know, we came here to learn a lesson. Hopefully, you learn your lesson by the time you, you by the time you expire and you and you move on to the next, the next step, right? So, Tim, that's all I can do, bro. I, you know, I'm I'm a realist, and I I, I can't see it any other way. Like, you know, you got, like I said, people keep talking about the Galactic Federation and, and all this and all these. Listen, you got all these other entities and creatures and beings here. If they really wanted to help, they'd have been done it already. Okay? What the hell? Like, really? Here's my thing. You got motherfucking Sasquatch. You got Palladians running around here. You got reptiles and shit. You, what, what the fuck else you got? Um, I don't know. You got fucking... Man wolves and, and shit. You got mermaids and you got some Atlantean descendants all here in this motherfucking planet. Everybody's here chilling, right? And ain't nobody said, you know what? These motherfuckers doing too damn much. It's time to get them off the planet. Ain't no one doing that. No one. Nobody. Not one entity. I ain't seen no Lemurians, no Atlanteans. I ain't seen... um. Whoever the fuck is in Antarctica, I ain't seen none of them come out and say, you know what, enough is enough. Nobody. You know why? Because they all understand this is this is this is timeout, this is punishment. They get it. They get it. But once again, this is just my personal belief. This is what I this is how I you know what how I see things and how I feel. You know? Right. I wouldn't care. Listen, if I'm an extraterrestrial being and I could jump out of portals and shit in different dimensions, I wouldn't give a fuck about the, these 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 lesser creatures here. Once again, which goes back to my Lucifer point, okay? Why would you expect greater beings to be, to, to be concerned about you? Hey, that's, that's me. Now, maybe that's my fundamental flaw and how I see things. But once again, my question to, is to all those people like, um, no, no diss nobody, but all your Fleur Burns and shit. How come these motherfuckers ain't said, you know what? Okay, we're going to help you all out, okay? All I hear is... They help out here and there in little small pockets. Every once in a while, they may lend a helping hand. Stop, stop. I, I, that's not gonna work on me. That's not gonna work on me. If y'all generally believe that a certain race of people are detrimental to the planet and they're gonna make this planet extinct, you would think everybody that lives here be like, you know what? We all have a vested interest on this planet. We want to see this planet continue and survive and thrive. Let's all collectively get these motherfuckers out of here. You don't see that happening. You don't. What you do see is these creatures cavorting and making plans with these with with the, with certain humans, and the shit is rocking and rolling, and no one's tripping. So, like I said, that's how I see it. And, and you're not gonna convince me the indigo children and star seeds and all these fucking kids gonna come 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 together and on one accord and just take the shit over. It's not gonna happen. No what. Y'all watching too many, too, too many Stranger Things. This is not going to happen. This is not. This is how I feel. I'm not here to dissuade anybody in, in any 
form of thinking. This is my collective thoughts. So, by all means, I will not take wagers to see what happens in the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Not a goddamn thing. Not on their behalf. So, if you believe that um, the tall arc, uh, whoever the fuck in, that lives in the inner earth helped the Germans out. Now, what makes you think they're going to help anybody else out if they're already working with the damn Germans? Right? So, if, if Admiral Byrd said what he said he saw... And, and, and Operation High Jump really went down like that, okay? So that tells you right then and there, these beings don't really give a fuck about us like that. That's it. It ain't, got, it ain't that deep. It ain't that deep. And for some odd reason, the native people here on this continent, for some odd reason, are getting pushed to the side like no one ain't really fucking with us like that. Well, now you gotta ask yourself why why that is. Why they hate? I don't hate. I I know I've never said I had hate for Satan. What I'm saying is, for you to expect greater beings to come act on your behalf to save you, it only it only reinforces the whole Lucifer theory. So we go with the whole Lucifer thing that Lucifer refused to bow down to lesser beings in front of God. Because like I said, that's like me asking y'all to bow down to cats and dogs and spiders and ants and butterflies and, and, and squirrels and shit. You're not going to do that. Even if, if, if the Most High really came down here and said, I want you motherfuckers to submit to a fucking cat. Okay, I want you to submit to a fucking ant. And most and God say I want that's what I want you to do. I guarantee half y'all ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. You gonna ask me to bow down to a fucking ant? A fucking ant, an ant, or a bumblebee, or a spider, right? Or a caterpillar, whatever you deem is beneath you. All right. Um, <laughs> are you gonna bow down to a deer or a frog or a fox or some other shit? No, no. I ain't gonna do it. And half of y'all ain't going to do it either. So we just going to be some cast out motherfuckers. Because <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Right? Y'all see, y'all put up the pictures of, of the memes and shit. You see the Africans with the fucking hyenas on, on leashes and shit. You see the woman with, walking side by side with the fucking lion and shit. So that the, if God said, come down, I need, you to, I need you to bow down to these creatures that you put in bondage. How does that make sense? I'm not going to do it. You're going to bow down to your dog. That you take care of every day. That you got to take it out to go shit and piss. That you put on a fucking leash. You're going you're gonna to bow down to, to a creature that you, that you know is lesser than you. That depends on you for its survival. So you're going to bow down to a creature that depends on you for its survival. This is why I don't knock the whole Lucifer thing. That's why I say when motherfuckers when they talk about Lucifer. They ain't talking about it in the right context. Okay, y'all can y'all can sit here all day long and give me all the goddamn facts about cats and Egypt and all this extra shit, nigga. You're not gonna bite down to a fucking cat. I don't give a fuck what a cat does for you, okay? In 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 its average day, I don't give a fuck what spirits it allows you to to let you know it's in your home and shit and all the good luck it brings you. At the end of the day, you're not gonna bite down to a fucking cat, okay? This this just just you're just not. You're not, okay? You're just not. So, um, at the end of the day, that's that's why I say you got to be leery of people that 
I don't know. I don't know about y'all. Me personally, I like the, I, I, I really like the Lucifer thing because I, I can understand that. That speaks to me more than anything else. More than anything else. Because I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. Because perfect example is when your parents tell you to do something for your younger brother, right? Or younger sister. That's, that may be like a baby or a top. Say like when you're 15, 16 years old and your mom is like, yo, I need you to, do, I need you to take... Your little brother with you, your little sister with you, and the, and he he or she is a fucking toddler, right? Barely walking and talking. You don't want to do that shit, right? How many times do you look at your parents crazy, and they and they say, "Look, you are responsible for this child. You need to. I need you to watch this child when I'm gone at work." And you'd be like, "I ain't watching this kid. Fuck this kid. I'm <laughs> I'm damn near grown. Why gotta watch this fucking kid, <laughs> right?" All that, all that huffing and puffing you give your parents. When your parents instructed you to basically bow down to this child. What, what your parents say, if anything happens to this child, I'm going to fuck you up. It's your fault. You are responsible for this child when I leave. Right? So the same shit y'all give your parents. The fuck. You, give, you roll your fucking eyes at them and shit like that. I did the same thing. Right? When you want to go out, take your brother and sit with you. Right? Huh? You want to go to the basketball game? You want to go to homecoming? Hey, what's your parents say? Take your brother sister with you. So, it's the same rule applies. It's the same rule applies. So, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, once you think of it in another context, it ain't, it don't seem so, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying, look at it from a different context. That's all I'm saying. When you say Lucifer to me, automatically I think, uh, yeah, I'm not going to bow down to a lesser being. I'm not. It wasn't that he was rebelling against God so much. But every day, you know, the thought of you having to, to, to do something that requires you to, to lower yourself to something that's, that you know is not on your level, that's a, that's Lucifer way of thinking. It is what it is. So, um that's why, you know, a lot of these cats that make these videos and, oh, Luciferians are bad. Ah, you don't even understand the whole context of the shit. So, <laughs> you want to say, you want to come back and I'll take your mother's situation. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that's, that's my, that's my take on it. That's my take on it. And, and it's, that's, that's part of being human, you know? So, um. My bad, my bad. That's why Mormons call us Lucifer kids. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I had a Satan's co-worker I was cool with. He got busted for child porn last. Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. Yo, the whole child thing, that's just... That, you know what, that has nothing to do, I can't even put that on a re particular religion, or even a, a doctrine. That's just some deviant shit that, okay, so, okay, so as far as the child trafficking and, and torture, all that good stuff, 
that has been going on long before you could put a, a religious doctrine to it, right? There's always been a sect or a cult of people that have believed in using children for whatever purposes they, 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 they deem fit. That predates any religion, any doctrine, any, before you think anything you could call it. They, you always had a, a bunch of people that believed in using children in that regard, okay? That, I mean, because, you know, people, people want to call it pederasty. Okay, pederasty, that term is not that old. Motherfuckers been doing this shit well before you can put a name to it. Ralph says, why, why do I think Saturn fell? Eee, I don't have a direct answer for you. I don't. Uh, Satanist people, Satanist people in the child because they open themselves to demons. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta understand, like, I guess the best way the Greeks and Romans did it, well, the, the, their best description for it is because, you know, sex wise, yeah, it, it opens you up. They always say there's no greater love between uh, a man and his young steward, whatever the case may be. Now, as far as, you know, eating, consuming consummation, consuming the flesh, the blood and shit, you've always had a section, a sector of old, old, old people that believed in consuming youth, keeps them alive and, and vitality and all that good stuff. So, you've always had that long before you could put a name to it. So, I would, I would try to stop trying to put a religious doctrine towards that type of behavior. That behavior has always been... In mankind, whatever the case may be. I mean, there's stories of Africans doing that to children. Okay? So, okay, okay. So, let's... And I know someone's going to say, well, Africans don't do that shit. So, someone explain to me... Not just the Africans in general, but the whole... Um, removing of the, of the child's clit, clitoris. Who, 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 taught, who told them that shit was cool to do? Was that white supremacy? Yes or no? Because that shit goes back a long, long time. Or when they would take a hot stone and press it on a girl's clitoris for a long time. Who did? Who told them that shit was cool to do? Prince, stop. I'm a, Prince, don't do that. Prince, don't go there right now. I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for it right now. <laughs> Prince, you stupid. Wait a minute. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. Uh, most so-called Satanists would tell you that they're atheists. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Um, so if we go into Kronos eating his children and I think what, what the mother hit Zeus, he ate a rock instead and then Zeus came back to whatever, do his thing thing. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like who, who put, who put that in their heads to do that? Cause they remember they just stopped, they just outlawed that shit a few years ago in one particular country. They just stopped. The clitter, the clitter, the clit removing shit. Just not too long ago. So let's not act like this is no, this this ain't brand new shit. So who told them that was cool to do to, to the to the young women and, and 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 girls, right? So you got every sector of any nationality of any race of people that have done some weird shit with children. Doesn't matter who, they've all done it with children. You either ate them. Either drank the blood, either had sex with them, either you mutilated them, right? You would kidnap them, exchange them for one other kid to raise them as your own, you corrupt them, 
All right. So everybody, everybody has engaged in some sort of child shit. Everybody. No one's immune to it, unfortunately. So um, you can't put a religious doctrine to that. You just have people that's into that shit, unfortunately. I guess it makes people feel better to put a, put a name on it. I seen that shit on Taboo one day. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, Prince O'Mill, wait a minute, though. I'm going to get to you, though. Because <laughs> I've seen that shit. <laughs> i seen that shit. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hey. Hey, real spit. Hey, y'all. So, um, let's, let's shift gears real quick. Because fucking Prince. All right. So, for those that follow C.T. Fletcher, right, um, C.T. Fletcher still um, recovering from his heart surgery, open heart surgery, whatever. And there was a video he posted. Now, if you don't know, if you don't know who C.T. Fletcher is, this dude is is like the he is like your 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 fitness coach from hell. You know, if you remember the the, the Planet Fitness commercials, we had the black guy yelling, yelling at the woman like, "I want ten reps, do this." He's just barking at the lady, and the lady's like, "Oh, she's about to start crying." He is like a drill sergeant from hell that makes you lift weights, okay? This is who C.T. Fletcher is, right? Huge inspiration, huge motivation. He's huge in the bodybuilding, okay? Fitness, everything, okay? So, uh, <laughs> um, shit. So, he's recovering from his heart surgery. So, he tries to, this, okay, this man, all he knows is, C.T. Fletcher has one speed, which is go, Okay? C.T. Fletcher has one speed, that is go. There is no in-between. I love that about him, okay? When he says it's still your motherfucking set, that, you know, and then the one he was like, he talked about dieting or some shit, and he was like, you don't diet because it tastes good. You diet because it gives you the results for working out. So shut your bitch ass up and eat the food. That's C.T. Fletcher, all right? So he's in the parking lot, and he literally, like, I mean, this man had heart surgery like a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago. So he's... And the problem that with C.T. Fletcher is he only has one speed. So he doesn't know how to take it easy. He doesn't know how to ease into it and chill out. So he's running. And he gets about... He runs about 15 feet, 20 feet, and he falls. And he wipes the fuck out. He falls head first into the concrete, right? So his, he busts his head open. He's all bloody and shit. He posts a picture on, on Instagram and saying, you know, hey, always push yourself because you never know when your last day. Now, this man should have been dead. Three different times. He died on the, he died on the uh, operating table three times. They brought him back to life. This nigga should be dead. Dead, dead. Okay? This nigga should be dead so many times it's not even fucking funny. Okay? He fell. He busted shit open. And then people were like, dude, take it easy. Chill. Like, you just had open heart surgery, nigga. Like, fucking chill. And he's like, you don't know when your last day is, is going to happen. Push yourself all the time. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but nigga, if you don't sit your motherfucking ass down. <laughs> yo. Yo. I watched that shit. <laughs> I'm not laughing because he fell. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I understand it. I understand it. If anybody knows me, I, 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 like, 
you know, when I get up and I'm hurting and I hurt and I and I'm hurting really, really, but I still go to the gym. Like I'm, I could be fucked up, racked. My back is fucked up, my joints up, and I still get my get my ass to the gym. I don't know how to take. I totally understand. But the other part of me, as I've gotten older, that says, "Hey, you can't lift. Stop lifting so fucking heavy, nigga. Save the joints. You can't do. You're not 25. Save what little you got left. You can still." You know, outdo half the guys half your age anyway. You had nothing to prove at this point. That part of me says, nigga, sit your ass the fuck down. You just had open heart surgery. Sit your ass the fuck down, nigga. Enjoy life. Learn to slow the fuck down. Everything doesn't have to be 100 miles an hour. Everything you do. I get it. I get it. I get it. He's passionate about life. Hell, if I died three times, nigga, I'd probably be like, I would probably be the same fucking weight. But guess what, nigga? Chill. Like, sit down. Sit the fuck down. Hey, I felt so bad when he hit the ground. I said, God damn, why you post this shit? Why you post this shit? That's the first thing I said. Like, you had nothing to prove to none of us. Like, C.T. Fletcher has nothing to prove to anybody. He's C.T. fucking Fletcher. And I said, God damn, nigga, sit down. You know? Like, (laughs) y'all go see the video. Then y'all see what I'm talking about. Mind you, you... You're watching a man that literally had open heart surgery, literally, two months ago, right? And I get it, you know, the doctors be like, you're not, you can't, you're not supposed to walk, or you're not going to be this, and then the people come back, and they're like, I'm stronger than ever, the doctors were wrong. I get all that. That's beautiful. But guess what? Y'all are exceptions to the rule. You're not the standard, okay? Nine times out of ten... When doctor says, nigga, you ain't gonna, you're not going to be the same person that you are. Then nine times out of ten, they're usually right. Okay? It's great we get success stories and, 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 and heartfelt comebacks. That's great. But that's not the norm. You know what I'm saying? And watching the man, I'm just like, because I see my dad. That's my dad. Like, you know, I'm like, dad. Like, even my dad, you know, he had shoulder surgery one, a few years back. And he's trying to do all the extra shit. And, you know, you're not going to sit here and tell your dad, dad, you can't do it like that. Because that's your dad. He's like, dad, you just can't. You can't. Like, you know. And then now that I'm older, and then, you know, many of me be like, well, daddy, is your back hurt? And I'd be like, yeah, my back hurts. And she'd be like, you still going to the gym? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm still going to the gym. And she had this look, and this, this look on her face is like, well, why is he going to the gym if he's hurt? And I get it. I get it. I get it. But watching that man push himself and then fall like that, I'm just like, dude, slow down. Take time to smell the roses, man. Like, for real. Um, Prince O'Mill, this is all your fucking fault. God damn it. I was not going to talk about that shit. Student life ain't what's happening. <laughs> I hate y'all niggas right now. <laughs> Oh, shit.
Wait a minute, Iron Five, how many teeth? How many teeth? Wisdom teeth? I had three pulled at one time, and um, I know the pain. I had three pulled out at one time, and I remember getting into the car, and I threw up blood, and I passed out again. <laughs> I just picked your dad on like that. That's fucked up. My daddy ain't gonna never gonna fall like that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Not my daddy, goddammit. No. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he should relax. Like, yo, you got a grandson? You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the moment you go viral, you're gonna print something, you're gonna have niggas at my head over, over the CT shit, bruh. Thank you. You're gonna have fucking you're gonna start, you're gonna get Mike Rashid all riled up all over again to come at come to come at my neck. <laughs> get you some cognac and put on a god yeah, Chris, I had three I had three wisdoms pulled out. And the last thing I remember is getting into the car. I threw up blood on on the dashboard and I passed out again. That's when I that's when I re, that's when I remember. Diane, hey! Ooh shit, I've been live for the last uh I don't know how long have I been, how long have I been live now? I don't know last 40, 45 minutes, I, I suppose. Yeah. When you get So. Yeah, thank thanks Prince O'Mill for uh for 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 bringing that up. We were we we were not going to mention we were going to leave that one alone, but since you since you want to be messy about this shit. Yo, my hair looks a fucking mess. I look like a fucking wild man. Listen, I don't comb it. I don't brush it. I just be like, ugh. I, just, I get up and go. I'm looking really, really grimy right now. Whatever. That's right, student life. Not my dad. <laughs> no, Cali Muscle better not be thinking about me. I ain't that serious. <laughs> I'm not that serious. No, but like I said, like I, I, I understand it, but now I understand it's okay to be the the the, the, uh, the tortoise, right? Because you know the first half of your life you're the hare. Now as you get older, you're like, oh shit, I don't want to pass. I don't want to miss out on all this good stuff. Let me slow the fuck down and be the and be the tortoise. So right now I'm living the tortoise life. I'm just slowing the fuck down on a lot of stuff and just chilling out. Because I don't want to miss anything at this point, you know? So, did it have the same thug when Nate Dogg hit Trace in the head of the golf club? God damn it. God damn it. Yo, two teeth. I was, oh, shit. Two? Come on, man. That's, I need, come on, bro. That's two teeth. I had three. One time. No anesthesia. Passed out. Throwing up blood. <laughs> no, that, that, no, wisdom teeth ain't no joke. My shit was so bad, they had to cut open. They had to cut into the gum. Like, the guy, he, you know, my doc, he's like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to cut into the gum, and we're going to pull the, the flap back, and then pull it out, and then restitch the shit up. That's, that's how my shit, was, my shit was severely impacted. So I ain't had no choice. They had to, pull, they had to cut my shit open. <laughs> you ever go night-night? You ever go night-night? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm living a tortoise life. Yes, as, you know, as you get older, what's the the one commodity that you would sell your soul for is more time that's it without question as we get older time becomes more and more important that that above anything else more than sex companionship love and respect is time 
And the key is to learn that before it's too late, you know. So if if you are if you're in your forties and you're still doing wild shit, like wild, wild shit, like motherfucker, you supposed to be in, in tortoise mode, chilling out. So yeah, I yes, motherfuckers will give up give up a lot for for extra time. There's not the whole reason for uh the consciousness transfer. That's the whole reason why they grow these bodies, so you can have more time. Right? Everything is basically time-based. No one is ready to check out. You know, as motherfuckers... This is another thing that kills me. As, as bad as people complain about this dimension and this planet and the living conditions here, ain't, no, ain't too many people trying to leave early. Let's be real. Okay? Let's be real. Motherfuckers talk that shit like, yeah, I hate living, I hate it, I wanna... No, oh, oh, no you don't. You, you don't. You ain't, you ain't ready to check out just yet. You're not. You're not. So... All these people sitting here talking that shit like, I can't wait to, yes you can, yes you can, so don't let these people fool you, like as bad as, as bad as we sit here and say this, this dimension is the, is the worst and all this, okay, but you're not ready to leave just yet, every time the old man gets on the, on the, on the, on the, in his deathbed, what's the first thing he said, I wish I had more time, I'd have done this, I'd have done that. I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have paid more attention to this. I'd have paid more attention to that. That's the first thing niggas be saying is, I wish I had more time. So cut the bullshit. Don't let these people be saying that out here fool you. All right? Motherfuckers talk about, I don't want to live 100 years. Okay. And when, when your time is up, what would you say? Man, I wish I, yeah, I wish I had some more time to do. I, I mean, can I get it like 105, 106? Right? Everybody's like borderline suicidal. So that's got killed. You know, I try to <laughs> Right, yeah. Yeah, suicide, it looks sexy. Yeah, they, they talk that shit. But that shit is... Listen, suicide is not for the meek or faint of heart. And I've said this before in past videos, but... To commit suicide, that ain't no punk shit. Flat out. Flat out. So that's that's why that's why I never understood why people said you know, you know because I had friends commit suicide whatever, and and people were like well that's selfish that's weak that ain't nothing listen that's not weak then you do it then, right you go ahead and grab the pistol and pull the fucking trigger and, and, and see how hard it is, like to overcome the basic gene in your body that prevents you from doing that to overcome that to turn that gene off, that's not no punk shit, that's not punk shit. So and I remember when 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 Jack Kevorkian was was doing his thing and the one guy had Lou Gehrig's disease and shit. He was like he was telling he was telling people I'm ready to die, please kill me, and I was like, damn, you know, um, like there's some diseases that you should not have to suffer through, like you know, like Lou Gehrig's multiple sclerosis, um, hell, even Parkinson's to a certain extent. There's some shit. That it's, it's torture for that person to go through, you know. And I know some states have euthanasia laws, but most people t tend to fly out of the country to uh, to do that. And um, that ain't no punk shit. I I'm sorry, but um, there's nothing cowardly about suicide. Like, if you got some real shit fucked up with you and you want out, by all means, everybody should be helping you to get out. Literally. Like, w without without question. That shouldn't even, shouldn't even be for the fucking debate. 
You know? <clears throat> so I would never call nobody that commits suicide, and I mean a legit suicide, like the real deal. That's nothing. That ain't no punk shit. So don't, don't let these people sit here and be like, oh, they, they could have stuck around. And stuck around for what? You got MS. You're not going to get better. You know? You're not going to get better. Lou Gehrig's, that shit, if motherfuckers understood what Lou Gehrig's disease is, basically your throat closes up on you. At the end of the day, your throat closes up and you can't breathe. Who the fuck wants to wake up and go through that shit on their final day? Like, really? You know how long it takes you to, 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 to strangle somebody, right? So can you imagine how long it would take for you to pass out, then die from your own, you know, larynx and pharynx closing in on you? You want somebody to go through that shit? <laughs> you know, so, uh, um, nah, they make suicide look look good in the movies when it comes to heroin and, and shit, like when they OD and the eight ball and the hot, the hot, the hot shot shit and all that. Pulp Fiction did that shit. I knew a lot of kids that attempted, um, when Pulp Fiction came out, I knew a lot of white kids that was like, ooh, I need a hot, give me, I want to do a hot dose. And these motherfuckers are ODing left and right. Of course, they be, they were bringing back and shit, but that was the new hot shit was was a uh, was a hot a hot one, right? Um, they make it look. Hey, Tupac's movie. What the fuck? What what movie was that? We we played the heroin addict. Motherfuckers, heroin attempts went up when his movie came out. No one wants to talk about this shit for whatever reason, but uh, heroin usage and 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 overdoses went up when his movie came out. So. <coughs> Wait a minute. Acromalogy, um, being one of those diseases I, as well as I wish I have. Oh, shit. I'm sorry to hear that, Green. Is this a Satanist channel? No. Really, Chantel? That's what you think? This is a Satanist channel? You, you must be new here. I talk about any and everything for the most part. I don't do a whole lot of gossip shit. Yeah, okay, someone took care of it for me. Um, yeah, I had a friend. She was in early stages of MS. Like, he, she had just found out. And she's like, uh-uh, I ain't gonna do this. I ain't going through this shit. So she wrote a, she wrote a, she wrote a note. And uh, she took some pills. And she was out. She was gone. So she was not gonna play that. She was she was like I she was from New York, right? She uh she worked with um Jay Z, um um fifty cent and um Spike Lee on all their all their shoe campaigns and shit and uh she was a tough, tough Bronx chick. Like she's Bronx, like she's Bronx to the she's BX to the death. Even though she, you know, she come from money and her family lived in lived in um I wanna say Plainfield. Her grand she's adopted, but her grandfather Money, money, old money, right? But she was a, a real, real live BX chick. And, you know, she was like, I'm not having it. I mean, she was in the early stages of MS. Like, she wasn't even having signs or anything like that, right? That's how she was like, I ain't for the shit. And I was like, damn, you know? And um, she had just gotten over her Bell's palsy. Like, she just recovered from Bell's palsy. And, um, yeah, she was. she had just gotten over that shit. You know her, her. She still had a little, little crook in her and in, in her smile. You couldn't notice really, but yeah, she got the, she got the word. She was, I mean, extremely early stages, and she was like, "Nope, not gonna deal with it." So I ain't, you know, 
Oh, her ass ain't new no more. Y'all stupid. Say this is a Satanist channel. I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, um, Yeah, Bell's palsy is no joke. I mean, she took two years off, like straight up two years off, no work at all, just to focus on her diet and her meditation and uh, reducing her stress levels so her shit can, you know. So, can MSB maintain? Um, it's it, it's debilitating. At the end of the day, debilitating. All they can do is make you comfortable. Fuck that shit. I mean, you see a motherfucking like late stages of late stages of MS. Like, you know, no diss, but man, just put a bullet in their head and end and, and the suffering. That's how I'm looking at it, you know. Y'all say maintain, you said maintain, no cure. That's a big difference. I'm not trying to be maintained. Like, if that, if this, if this is my outcome, let me go and get up out of here where I can still wipe my ass. You know, there's no, there's no shame in that. Right? So and here's my thing. For those that be like for all my religious religious folks that be like, Well, God gonna punish you. God gonna punish you for what? He gave us free will, right? So if I choose to end my contract with this planet early because I got a fucked up disease, you you mean to tell me he's gonna it's gonna hold that against me? Like the ancestors gonna be like, Well, you did take yourself out kinda early. Like for real? For real. This is the problem with a lot of problems with with religion. And then when it comes to self-actualization, the more self-actualized you become, the more you realize you don't need religion. The more you don't subscribe to that shit. What the fuck? I saw an MS couple try to have sex on a YouTube. Just get the fuck. I, you know what? <laughs> Stupid. Y'all not, y'all not gonna play, y'all not gonna play with me today, goddammit. Y'all not gonna play with me. Let me let me let me look up some of the some of the fucking uh effects of freaking MS, shall we? Let's do that. And y'all tell me if y'all wanna hang how long y'all wanna hang around with this shit. Multiple sclerosis. Sclerosis. Bear with me. The caretakers had to position them. Oh my fucking god! I, I don't even want to know. I, I don't even want to know. I, that's. I mean, that's good. They're still trying to get it in. That's. Let me see. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. Multiple sclerosis. A disease in which the immune system eats away at the protective covering of the nerves. So that means a lot of pain. Okay. Treatment can help, but this condition cannot be cured. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the life expectancy? Okay. The average life expectancy for people with MS is around 5 to 10 years lower than average. Let's see. It is a life sentence, however, meaning that there is no cure. 
Although there are plenty of treatments to slow MS down and reduce symptoms, that ain't living. That ain't living, y'all. I'm sorry. That's not living. That's not living. Nerve pain, neuropathic pain, which is caused by damage to the nerves in the brain and spinal cord. Examples of nerve pain include painful sensations in the side of the face called trigeminal neuralgia and a tight feeling often around the chest called the MS hug. Pain in the limbs, very common. Y'all want, you, you want people to live through this shit? You you want people to live through this? To manage this? This is crazy. This is fucking crazy. How does it feel to have multiple sclerosis? Spasticity, uh, spasticity can involve both stiffness as well as involuntary muscle contractions. As a symptom of MS, it's most common in the legs and may manifest as a mild feeling of tightness in the muscles as more severe pain. The symptom often goes hand in hand with weakness of the limbs and other or other parts of the body. This is crazy. It can feel like a muscle tightening or it can be very painful. Can also make you ache or feel tight in and around the joints and low back. For real? This is what So this is what my friend was looking at. This is what she was facing at the end of the day. So, let's do this. Let's look up Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig disease. Okay, okay, okay. Treatment can help, but this condition cannot be cured, of course. Lou Gehrig's disease is still fatal, trapping its victim inside paralyzed bodies and landing them on ventilators to breathe. Most people die from it in less than five years. Lou Gehrig died in two when he had it. Cramps can be extremely painful and occur in any muscle. Any fucking muscle. Any muscle. Any muscle. Wow. It is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Mm. 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 Wow. Okay, enough for the uh, doom and gloom. Prince, Prince, I ain't playing with you today. Prince, I ain't playing with you today. Uh, the devil was the first serpent, apparently, which is why dragons represent the devil. Um, that's only in Western... Um, philosophies, Eastern philosophies, dragons are highly regarded. Serpents, they love serpents. Serpents and dragons are highly esteemed. 
this is why in, in Chinese, the dragon is the ultimate zodiac sign, or the ultimate um, animal, re- represents strength, wisdom, majesticness, all that good, sh- all that good shit. Um, do not feed Prince O'Mill's trollness. Do not feed into that bullshit. <laughs> Oh shit. Um y'all 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 a mess. Y'all is a mess. Y'all bear with me. Alright. An hour and 48 minutes. I'm going to wrap this up in a, in a few minutes. Because I know y'all got things to do. I know you guys got to go, go out and eat the swine. You know, eat the pork and the, the, the baked beans and the potato salad and all that good stuff. So, it's all good. Wait a minute. She got four kids, works six days a week, and has a healthy sex life. Bro, that's that's what we call Timmy. TMI. It's called too much info. No swine. That's right, Tano. No, that's right. No swine. No swine. Lift to touch swine. Do not touch mine. <laughs> Ariane, it's okay. You're, you're about an hour and forty-eight minutes late. It's okay. It's it's all it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Um, shit. Has anyone seen Sicario two yet? I'm just I'm just curious. Has anyone seen Sicario two yet? No meat at all. Like I'm not having anything barbecue. No no barbecue shit. Nothing. Like nothing. Like anything to do with barbecue, cookout, anything. I'm not. I fucking had a, uh, I had fucking Kobe Jack cheese. That's about it. I'm about to watch Luke Cage. Are you just now starting out on Luke Cage? Prince on Mill three times? Wait, did the law just say I didn't have to? <laughs> no, you, you gotta go see it. What do you mean? No, <laughs> no you, you gotta see how it plays out, bro. Like, just go see. You gotta see this shit. He said... He said, no, you know, it's the whole movie. No, bro, you got to see this shit. I, I liked it. It's not It's not better than the first one, don't get me wrong. But it's still just, it's still good to me. It's it's good. Like, it's, I, I just like the, uh, I mean, the shootouts is, is great. Like, you know, cause those guys, I, you know, a lot of their, uh, those guys are real, real life deltas. So I can appreciate the aspect of that, um, you know, using real life Delta guys, you know, for your shootouts and stuff like that, but just the political shit behind it, man, and it's crazy, crazy. Oh, yo, another another movie I just seen. I know I'm late. Yo, Thirteen Hours of Benghazi. That movie's crazy. That shit's crazy. About to watch Ant Man and Wasp and bootleg myself. Yeah, 13 Hours Benghazi, 
that's a deep, deep flick. And, you know, every time someone says Hillary Clinton should have won, I, I say 13 hours of Benghazi. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, that was a jacked up movie. They let those people there to die, basically, man. They didn't let them people, they let them hanging bad. He said, Sicario 3 started some Campbell Hey, Prince O'Mill, what the niggas fighting about again? <laughs> Wait a minute. What up, Poppy and, 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 uh, <laughs> what up, Poppy and, and Sonetta? What are they bitching about again? Because I seen one, one was like, I'm on your, I'm on your block. I'm on 125th. And then the other one pulls up, I'm on, I'm on 125th. How come they could be on 125th at the same time and, and don't see each other at the same? How is that possible? Like, 125th is not that long of a street. Like, it's, there's only like a few sections of just African shit. So how is it two people can pop up on the same goddamn strip of the street and, and not see each other? It's, it's hilarious to me. That's just it's like some NWO shit. That's <laughs> just stupid. Oh, it's a racist movie. Okay, so I was told that <laughs> The Purge is a racist movie. It's whites killing blacks, mercenaries versus hood niggas, just like the other Purges. Well, pretty much that in a nutshell. I'm still going to see it, just so I can do a proper review in context of the, of the, of the film, you know. So, uh, fighting over fuck shit, I'm embarrassed. Hey, them niggas, man. It is what it is, I, I suppose. I suppose. But, um, yeah, Sicario 2, dopeness, dopeness. Um, Ant-Man and Wasp, I, you know what? I only, I only watch the, uh, the end credit scenes. I don't care for the movie itself. I just snuck and watched the, uh, end credits. So, and I never cared for the first Ant-Man. So, uh, that was pretty much about it. Anything else I'm missing? Anything else in, in urban hood news that I should should address briefly before I get off this stream? Or any guys that have any questions for me or anything of that nature? Now is your time. Ask away. I will do my best to answer. <sighs> Who using nerve agent in Britain? Hey, you know what? That's crazy, right? That's um, I'm I'll 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 make a couple phone calls and, and really get to the, the bottom of that. Where's your accent from? Um, do I do I have an accent to you? Does it is it is it pretty bad? See, here's the thing, all right, so, long time ago, right, I'm, I'm, I'm a traveler, right, I, I, I like to move, okay, this is what the fuck I do, like, if I get tired of a place, I'll pack and, I'll pack and, I'll pack and, and move to another spot, like, like, that's what I understand when people be like, I want to move, but I, I can't, 
I never subscribe to that. When I'm tired of a place, I get the fuck up and move, okay? So, I, I used to live, I've lived in um, Brooklyn Heights, New York for a, a for about us for a, a minute, right? And you know how it is if you live if you're in New York long enough, you pick up the accent, right? It's it just I don't know what all accents for some odd reason East Coast accents. You live if you go to the East Coast, you will pick that shit up and you don't even realize it until you start talking to people, right? So for years, I have struggled to kind of kill the accent, like in my normal normal speech. It comes out, and if I get animated, it really, really comes out. But if I'm on the phone, I will try and hide that shit as much as possible. So, uh, it's a hodgepodge of Southern, um, Midwest, East Coast. Um, there's some West Coast in my in my talk too. If you listen long, long enough, but for the most part, you know, like people make fun of me how I say like, um, so like you like say if you say credit card, you say credit card. I say credit card. Right or 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 if you say um, smart, I say smart. I just can't. I you know I would have to like literally preface every word that I say to make sure I enunciate to where it's not an accent. But if I'm just talking to you. You know I I say smart cod pot. You know start. You know I you know I just it's weird like that. I hope that answers your question. Shut the fuck up, D. Foxy. It's not even that funny. It's not even that fucking bad. Are you a military brat? No, I am not. I have family in the military. I have family that that works Border Patrol down south in Texas for ICE. I got family uh, in Virginia, uh, military-wise. Uh, so, you know, they... I. I be kept abreast of of information. The they need to get these children out of that cave. Oh, the 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 miners or not the miners, but the the, the coach and the, and the students. Eating carrots helps strengthen the enunciation process. <laughs> we pronounce all the words you said like that here in the shot. Yeah, see, like um, yeah, Nino, yeah. Senator doesn't want it. Yeah, you can't. I can't even really call it like an East Coast because that really that's like the Queens. That's like a bastard version of the Queens English. All the all the East Coast where they talk. Because if you go up to Connecticut, Connecticut, um, what else is up there? Vermont, not Vermont. Is it Vermont? Like if you go up like on top of New York, like way up there in Connecticut. I've been in the Connecticut twice. I've been to Danbury. I got friends that live in Danbury, Connecticut. And their, you think their, my accent is bad. Their shit is like 10 times worse, you know. So, you know, Danbury, Connecticut is one of the, one of the most, um, you know, per capita, one of the most, you know, wealthiest places in, in the country. That's where a lot of your, uh, your stockbrokers have homes in, in Danbury. So, a guy that I, a guy that I know, he used to work for Universal, he used to be, um, Universal's uh, vice president of A and R, but his main his real job was stock markets and shit like that. So when he left Universal, all those artists he used to A and R their projects for, he he trade stocks 
he trades their money for on on the, on the stock exchange, and he makes a killing. And to get with him, you would need at least a hundred grand for him to trade for you. And no, he doesn't take anything less than everything starts off at a hundred grand for him. Now, mind you, this this dude trades for Rihanna. Um, he had shares of Def Jam. They were letting him. They were they were letting him trade for Def Jam. Um, anything with Universal Music, he he's trading for them right now, and he makes a killing. And he's a Republican and a, a conservative at the same time, and he is a brother. Imagine that. This nigga shoots guns. He owns three Lamborghinis. Um, he is, you know, a, a success story without a, without, you know, just like he is. He's the man, you know. Being said, Just Blaze stole his style. I their drums are very similar. I remember going. We had the debates going back. Who had better drums was Bink or, or Just Blaze? What about them niggas who developed? That white sound of proper English. That's the thing. I don't understand. What? Here's the thing. When it comes to English. So you got the King's English and you got the Queen's English, right? And we all f- speak fucked up parts of the Queen's English. It's all bad. It's all bastardized, right? So here and I'm here's my thing. Like, I don't even use a bonics like that. Like, motherfuckers be talking to me and they be using the bonics. I'd be like, what? Like I'm, I'm listen. I'm 43. I should not have to be using Ebonics at this point. Who am I? Who should, who should I have to be coding my language from at this point, right? Who, who do I need to disguise our conversations from, right? Cause that wasn't that, wasn't that the whole purpose of Ebonics to kind of code the language, the whole pig Latin shit, and the whole slang was to code your language from other people, right? But what good is it when everybody knows your slang? So when we come up with a slang term, it. 60 days, everyone else knows it. So what good is, 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 is Ebonics and talking slang? So now I'm to the point where I'd be like, what did the fuck did he just say? You know, like, I, I, can't, I can't come down to that level. I can't. I can't. I'm going to stay the fuck where I'm at. You got to come meet me there. I can't, I can't do the Ebonics shit, nigga. If I, if I go to New Orleans and, um, you know... Hey baby, what nigga? What nigga? Talk to me in English. Talk to me in English. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm not trying to be a, a cool ass forty year old dude talking slang. I'm just not, man. I I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I ain't got the energy in me. No. You know. Like I can pick up certain words and I kind of I can I kind of guess the gist of it and I can pretty much know where the conversation is going. But as far as like having a, a conversation with you in slang, I can't. I, I and I refuse to do so. You know. Wait wait wait. What I miss? What I, what am I missing? They should have took them kids. They should have went by him damn self. <laughs> they told me they might have stay there three months. Holy shit! You know what I'm. Oh yeah, Nino. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. The the uh. Well, shit, see, I know what you're talking about. The over-exaggeration of, of the of the proper, proper, t- I, I get you saying. Don't make fun of my people. No, nah, Ariane, come on, no, wait, I'm not, listen, I, no, I, I, I used to fuck with a, uh, a New Orleans chick, and, um, like, 
for them, when I guess we had a conversation or something, like I guess when you say go to the store or or shopping, it something means something different, right? No, no, I ain't making I ain't making fun. Nah, I listen. I've been, am I? I've I've had people go to attend schools down there. I've I've been down there after the floods and I've seen the rebuilding process and the clearly still rebuilding and um hey I I fucks with in a all day. Just I, I'm not gonna be able to hold a conversation with it's one thing to have different dialect. Okay, let's let's not confuse dialect for slang. Okay, you coming from a different dialect, different part of the country, it's pretty much all the same. Just tone and twang and, and shit like that. But if you're just talking straight slang to me, I'm just going to be like, the fuck did you just say to me, man? Like, what? What? No, I, I, you know, I, no, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I'm not uppity. <laughs> I'm not uppity. Okay, wait a minute. Wait, let me. Okay, so my mom is bougie. I mean, my mom is super stupid bougie. My mom is super bougie. My dad is blue collar. My dad does not mince words. My mom is very, very bougie. Extremely uppity. Um, she's very light complected. So we already know back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, light complected women. You know, so it's weird. I, I get it. I've seen the results of it. You know, she knows, you know, what she, whatever the case may be. So, um, no, my mom is extremely, extremely bougie, extremely high maintenance. And I, yeah, I get part of that from her. Like all, we all do, like all of my siblings, like we're not, we're not cheap kids, right? We've never, we've never been cheap kids to maintain. Now that's part of our parents' fault because they've been, afford, they've afforded us to live, you know, comfortably rather and um I'm not ashamed of that. I'll tell motherfuckers all day, yeah, I, yo, we we had everything listen, everything the rich kids had, we had. So I don't no shame. Um so yeah, I, I can be a bit um I can be a bit bougie. I mean the people that I like my sister down in in, in, in Orange County, like she is stupid bougie. And I tell her all the time she's she's such a fucking OC housewife. Like it's not even funny. I can be bougie in the hood at the same time. Yeah, I'm more. Uh, yeah, I'm probably more bougie than the hood. Listen, I I've done all that shit. This shit's behind me. I'm living a square life, the life of a lane. Okay, bougie is my corporate persona. When folks try to get oh, there's been times when the Nola accent come out. <laughs> I'm not that fucking uppity. Okay, wait a minute. Let me ask y'all, what's the difference between uppity and bougie? Aren't they the same thing? They're the same thing, right? Here, here's the thing. I'm I'm bougie because, you know, there's some expensive things that I like. But I'm not uppity to the point where I look down on people. So I don't do that. Like, you know, when I see a homeless person, like, I generally have empathy. You know, if I'm if I'm pulling off the side of the freeway and I see someone with a cup, you know, I put change in the cup. So I don't look down on anybody. So I'd rather be 
considered bougie than uppity because uppity to me means you look down on, you look down upon people and I don't I don't do that so your wolfing looks throw people off but you're uppity the fuck ever there are 156 varieties of English languages spoken around the world black English vernacular is just one northeastern English is another I agree but I, well, what's black English vernacular is that slang Had to take speech class in second grade due to a diet of government. She has my fucking ass. My tongue kept sticking out to my upper teeth. Wait, would you be saying we can get down, but to a certain extent, all this shit with the moles and getting my name? <laughs> you be a great. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny? I was watching Luke Cage, right? And um, it took about two episodes. For me to understand Bushmaster. Like, after that, I could understand everything him and his uncle were saying. Like, word for word. You know? Uppity and bougie are the same. They can't be the same. No. So, what is it when you look down upon people? What's that term? I was privileged. You could... You could argue that. Like, I didn't I didn't have a rough childhood. I don't... Listen, okay, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't know what a mayonnaise sandwich is. I don't know what sugar sandwiches are. The one time my mom attempted to make beans and weenies, I called my dad. I said, Dad, mom is, I said, mom's not feeding us. So he's he's all pissed and shit. He's like, so he calls her. He's like, what the fuck you mean? The kid said, you're not feeding them. And she's like, I fed, I cooked them. I cooked them beans and weenies, right? It's one of those days where she's working a lot of hours or whatever, and she just threw something together, right? So we're like, we're not eating no fucking beans and weenies. What 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 is this shit? So my dad calls back and says, so you said she didn't feed you. I said, yeah, she didn't feed us. He said, what, what is this pot of beans and weenies I keep hearing about? I said, dad, I'm not eating no beans and weenies. And mind you, I'm like seven, eight years old. I'm like, I'm not eating no beans and weenies. <laughs> he was like, he was like, what? Don't complain. They go eat that motherfucking food. And listen, we did not eat no beans and weenies, okay? Me and my brother, we did not eat that shit. And after a while, it took a few weeks, but we broke my mom. We was like, look, she finally understood we're not going to eat no beans and weenies because... The more she fixed the shit, we're not going to eat. It's going to cost her more money. So we won the we won the war of beans and weenies. So that's <laughs> so I don't you know. So we won the war of the beans and weenies, and she never fixed us beans and weenies again. <laughs> That's a true story. True story. True story. Yeah. So I don't like I said, I don't know what sugar I don't know what that shit is. When like I when I hear people talk, talk about eating you you don't know what the mayonnaise sandwich is, like, no, I don't know what the mayonnaise sandwich is. I don't know what a sugar sandwich is. I don't know what a syrup sandwich is. I don't know what that shit is. I don't want to try it either. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what none of that stuff is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, um, I don't, I don't, I'm not sorry, but I don't know what that shit is. So I'm not going to, I can't, you know, I'm not, can't feel bad for someone that had to grow up eating that, you know, I, I can't relate, you know, I can, I can, but I can relate to, you know, alley hoots, you know, people that lived, their homes were in the alley, like little homes and shit. I can relate to that shit. Um, you know, crackheads. Heroin addicts, cokeheads, like I've seen all that shit. But as far as like a rough life growing up, no, no, I no.
I'm not I'm not ashamed of that. Like you know, motherfuckers get on this on this YouTube shit and be like, "Well, yo, I grew up rough," and um, you know, yada yada yada. And I'm like, okay, that's great. And they come to find out these motherfuckers had a, a pretty good life and shit like that. Like, no, nah, like, ah, uh, we listen. I had Jordans. We had the fucking we had Jordans every year after the threes came out. Um, fucking Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo, Turbo Graphics. Uh, what, what came out the Turbo Graphics? Played the first PlayStation, the second PlayStation. Um, I mean, we had every fucking thing, you know. Um, Jerbo jeans, all that shit. So I, nah, I had a good, I had a good childhood. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> uh, hey, I didn't know about I didn't know about ramen noodles until my cousin he he had spent the night at our house one night and he had brought these packs of ramen noodles and I'm like, what is this? He's like, yo, these are ramen noodles. I think I was about 13, 13, 14 is my first time learning about ramen noodles. I did not know till my cousin came over. My cousin Stinky. Shout out to my cousin Stinky. He came over. And he fixed us ramen noodles because we didn't know what the fuck that shit was. <laughs> so, <laughs> you never had to get a food basket from church? Nope. None of that. Listen, you gotta understand, back in the 80s, it was money. Like, if your parents didn't get hooked on crack, they were making money. Like, there was nobody broke in the 80s. Fuck dumb shit. I, well, let me, let me preface that. In my part of the town, there was nobody broke in the 80s. Like, if you weren't making money in, 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 in under the Reaganomics, I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. It was wide open for everybody, right? Um, so my parents, you know, they had great fucking jobs. I don't, I can't tell you anything more than that. So... Yo, Turbo, Turbo Graphics was the shit. Bonk's Adventure, and then um, Splatterhouse. Man, don't get me started on, on, on Turbo Graphics. Turbo Graphics was the shit. Wait a minute, Green, you said poverty. Hey, I mean, I, listen, no diss to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I can't, I can't be sorry about, you know, a childhood that was that 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 was good to me, right? And and this and, and it's just the same thing I have to explain to my daughter. I'm like, look. I explained to my daughter because she don't know what poverty and broke shit is. Like I have to explain to her, say, look, you know, you're very privileged, and you 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 will never have to worry about going to bed hungry or not having clothes or, you know, where we're gonna live. Like I I try to explain this to her, like, yo, you don't understand how good you have it. And my whole thing, as far as my daughter, I've always wanted to at least match what my parents can did for you know for us if i can match that i'm good i'm not saying surpass but just at least match what my parents are able to do for for, for me and my siblings and i'm like okay I, I, if i could do that that's a win right but i have to explain to my daughter I'm like yo you 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 know you're very spoiled right like i bought her an xbox one when she was five right she had a cell phone when she was four like and that's not the cell phone thing, I had to because, unfortunately, these kids nowadays need phones. However you want to justify it, it is what it is, unfortunately. So, I, she had a phone when she was four, Xbox was five. 
And and every year it's like, well, what more could I buy this child? Because it's just, you know, the next thing is a fucking car at this point, you know? So I, no, um, I, I'm very, very fortunate. I'm very, very blessed. Yes, I still made mistakes. And even even though I had a, a, a proper background and shit, I make no bones about that. But, uh, you know, my parents did right by us. I, I'm, I'm a happy child for the most part. Like, I love my parents to death. You know, my mom still works my nerves and shit. And my dad is still my dad. Like, he... He's always lecturing us, like, cause, you know, to us, he we will always be children. And I, I don't take it, I don't take a diss to it, but, you know, your parents will always see you as a little child, always. So, wait a minute, his parents kept him from that type of cuisine that cause it, <laughs> what it represents. That's so fucked up. No, I mean, um, yeah, but come on, we had TV dinners and uh, the Hungry Man TV dinners and shit. Like when my mom was working late or whatever, we had to cook our own. I was a latchkey kid. Fuck, fuck dumb shit. Hold up. I was a latchkey kid at 10 years old. So all my old heads know about latchkey kids. And that was one of the most dangerous times for a child to be a latchkey kid. Fuck the dumb shit. So if you don't know what a latchkey kid is, then you don't understand. The 80s. I was a latchkey kid. Me and my brother. So. And, uh. Uh, yeah. So, I. My parents were strict. And, um, you know, kept us out of a lot of trouble. I don't know what else to tell y'all. Let me go through these comments. I know these comments are going to just, these comments are going to be ridiculous. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're like the worldly version of me. <laughs> I didn't buy no Sega, nothing. I didn't, we didn't, we didn't like Sega. Like, it was either Nintendo, um, had the GameCube, it was either Nintendo or nothing. But the Turbo Graphics was cool. But then we, and then before then, we had the Atari 1600, and then we had the Atari 3200, or 2500. Okay, we had the 1600, and then there was the one after that, that had the silver strip, and you could, and it had the open flap, where you could put the games in the, in the back of it, sort of game, and you close the flap. I think that was the 3200. I could be wrong. We had two of those. We had two of those. We had 16 and, and the second one after that. See? And then, I knew kids on my blood that had the ColecoVision. So we was like, we were late getting to the Ataris because motherfuckers was like, oh, we got ColecoVision. And I'm like, ooh, what's that? And we were like, yo. And we were like, yo, mom, dad, can, you, dad, can we get the motherfucking ColecoVision? And they were like, what the fuck is ColecoVision? And I'm like, this is what ColecoVision is. And they were like, nah, you don't need that. And then, you know, once Atari came, you, you know, we pretty much warmed down. Like, they, we, we, we talked about it so goddamn much. Um, I remember my first BB gun. My first BB gun was a, uh, damn it, it was a, uh, it was a, it was, it was a Ruger BB gun. Like, you know how, you, you know, you, like, I, I guess every, every, every boy's right of passhood is a BB gun. Or used to be, right? Like, BB gun used to be like the ultimate, ultimate, like, this is the right of passage. This is your way to becoming a man is getting a BB gun, right? And I remember one Christmas, yo, we was like, yo, dad, we want BB guns. He's like, okay, I'm going to see what I can do for you. So it came, fucking Christmas came. On the day of Christmas, he's like, hey, uh, I'm not going to be able to get you the, the BB gun. And he's like, oh, man. Oh, fuck. Right? So the whole day, Christmas is shitty. Right? Because we didn't get fucked with all about the other kids because we wanted the fucking BB gun. So my dad comes over. And he's like, yeah, I, I got, you know, he comes to pick us up, whatever, and we go over to his house. He's like, hey, go, go in the closet. There's something in, 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 the, in the closet for you. Sure enough, these motherfucking BB guns, and they had the gas cartridge, the CO2, 
This is the old school. The old school BB guns had the CO2 cartridges. You had to screw in two of the shit, and it was powered by the the, the, the carbon. And you had the pump lever, the pump lever action and shit. And we got to shooting up shit with the BB guns. Yo, we was dangerous with fucking BB. We had BB gun fights and shit across the street from each other. And uh, I was the only, we were the only kids on our block that had BB guns. And the only other kids that had BB guns were the white kids down the street. So we had BB guns, BB gun wars with with, uh, with, with the white kids. And then people, we would charge kids, kids in our neighborhood to use our BB guns. So we were making money that way, right? And uh, yo, BB guns, yo, you can see the BBs like go out. And you pull that shit, you shoot the shit. You can see the BB. I mean, shit was pew, pew, pew. It was pretty quick. And uh, so I had BB gun, the first BB gun. And uh, then, it, then it led to the next year. got the, the fucking, uh, it looked like the M16 rifle BB gun. We had the, the cocket. And it was piston lever. And it shot BBs and pellets. So this motherfucker looked like a dead, looked dead as like a fucking M16. Like you could not tell the difference between the, this BB gun I had and the real life M16. So, uh... <laughs> You know, the only thing I didn't have as a kid growing up was a motorbike. That was the only thing I did not have. I had a go-kart. I never had a motorbike. Like, I never had a, a bike bike, like a motorbike. I've had everything. I've had the Hot Wheels, Power Wheels shit, all that shit. But never had a motherfucking, like, little trike bike, like little motor motorbike. I had everything else but that. Uh, let me see, let me see. Let me get to the comments, my bad. Yes, them shits are dead. Hell yeah, we had one kid put his eye out. He got shot. One kid got shot in the face. He almost lost his eye for the BB gun. The other kid got shot in the back, and it got lodged in under his uh in, in his skin, and he they never they never pulled it out. So, you shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah, the Christmas story. Yes, yes, I can relate. Um, I had I had I had. I had a mongoose and I had a skyline, but my skyline was in red. I had a red skyline GT, pegs and everything, and I and I, yeah, I had that in the mongoose. Back then, mongooses, oh my god, yo, you had a mongoose, you you were either gonna be a victim at some point because motherfuckers would stick you up for mongooses, um, but you were you were the you were the man on your block, like you were the you were the shit if you had a mongoose, but all because all the all cause only white kids had mongooses. Like all all the trick bikes, your skylines, your mongooses, only only white kids had those. The black kids had your Schwins and your BMXs and them them type of shits, right? But you had a mongoose, you were solidified. You were solidified. I had a I had a black I had a black mongoose, and the big fat ass pegs on that motherfucker, and it and and uh, I had that in the red and red skyline GT. Yep. Hungry Man TV dinners, y'all was reaching the street. That's not real. Hungry Man TV? <laughs> uh, hey, yo, this kid don't know about no... I bought my daughter a mongoose a couple years ago because she was like, yo, what's, what kind of bike is that? That's a mongoose. Nowadays, you know these kids don't know shit about bikes. But back then, a mongoose, you were, you were, you were royalty, like, with a mongoose. My parents are 55 when they had me. I just got my cell phone turned back on last year. Are you serious? Blur monster, we're playing. Yeah, mongooses. Yeah, my mongoose has no... Oh, uh, Gen X were last key kids. Yes, yes, indeed, yes. Last key kids, yes. See, yeah, so it was a lot of it was a lot of lot of kids that grew up the same way I did, you know? Like your parents had to be really fucked up to be for you to be poor, you know? They had to either mainly they were on drugs. 
you know, at least from in in our neighborhood, because there were the jobs were the jobs were plentiful, factory jobs were plentiful, you know. Back then, you could still come out of high school and get a job and 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 be good. So. Real Chanel with the quilt stitching tassels. <laughs> Real Chanel with the quilt stitching. Wait a minute, my parents are boomers and I didn't have cable until I was 16. Ooh, that's bad. That's bad. Huffies were cool. Ah, yes, Huffies were cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huffies was legit. But Mongoose is like, you know, it, like, like, Huffy, Huffy is a Lamborghini, but a Mongoose is a McLaren. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the difference. Like, Mongoose is like, Oh, 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 the light, the light comes down from the from the clouds, and you hear the angels and shit. Like, oh, that's a mongoose. <laughs> but Huffies were on point, though. Huffies were no joke. That's how I was with the bikes in the early two thousand for me. Okay, that's what's up. Mongoose really the Caucasian bikes. They really were. Let's let's be honest, because they were the ones doing them tricks on the, on the bikes and shit. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So when did Reebok and Re Reebok feel a case would stop being cool for you? Uh, ooh, shit. I would still wear still wear Reeboks. Like I would wear the classic Qs. You know the ones that um Cash Money will wear all the time when they first came out. I I would still buy a pair of those. Those first Iversons still go hard. Maybe the Reebok pumps. That's about it. But when you know when Reebok was doing the uh. The hexagonals, the hexagons with all the cushion on the, on the bottom of the, of the soles. I had a bunch of those. The, the Reebok DMXs, right? When Reeboks were doing the DMX series with all the cushions on the bottoms, I had all, I had a bunch of those them joints. Skyline and Swing with like the Cadillacs of bikes. Huffy Hyundai Mongoose Magic Carpet. <laughs> uh, K Swiss. Nah, I stopped. I stopped that in the high school, man. Fila's. I got a pair of Grant Hill Fila's for the. the Grand Hill second pair. I got I got a pair of those in suede. I haven't worn. I'm, I will wear them, but I haven't worn those. So, I yeah I had I had a pair I had Dada, Dada Supremes. I had those. Can you still get the A ones? Yeah, now you can. They're they gonna be costly. Them just gonna be costly. Case was that a one. Only any attempt to kill and think that way is the best way. Okay. Well, that's a first. A person can wear anything if they have style. Don't be fooled. Um, yes. And then... Wait, 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 Prince O'Mill. Wait a minute. Which Grand Hills are we talking about? Because those first ones he had, those was, those was dope. Matter of fact, hold on. I'll be. I'll show you what I got. Hold on. Right. Be right back. Hold up.
Yo, these are the Grant Hills I got. I've never worn these. I've had these for about six months. I have not worn these shits yet. Suede the suede joints. So yeah, these these I, I'm I'm cool with these right here. You got to peel a couple of rock looking green. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Palladium boots, bogus. And she's like World War II boots. <laughs> he said something at shit These shits go hard. I haven't worn these yet. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to wearing these. I'm looking forward to wearing these motherfuckers, but yeah. Got the little strap on the on the back and shit, yeah. And the bird, they burn me all status. so fucked up. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Shit. <laughs> what a valor suit. <laughs> Man, the hell with y'all. Shit. Them shit. I like them, goddammit. I'm happy with them. Shit. I will wear them. Eventually. Goddammit. Fuck y'all. Shit. Let me go in y'all closet and see what y'all see what y'all got. <laughs> eee, shit. Y'all gonna stop messing with me, god damn it. And them R. Kelly shades. Wow. And a durag. <laughs> right, Lamont. I don't see what the problem is. That's funny. That's funny. Uh nine and a half. Nine and a half. Hey, Chris, it's bad, right? You say you saw CTV video and try not to laugh. Gotta wear Wimberg outfit without. You know what the hell with y'all? Wait a minute, what's wrong with these? Seriously, what is wrong? What is wrong with these? There's nothing wrong with these. Like these, these are cool. Like nah, fuck y'all. You y'all do not determine what is cool to me. I like these shoes. They are cool. Damn y'all. Yeah, what the hell with y'all? Y'all some fucking fashion bullies. Y'all some fashion bullies. You can go hiking in those. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Was y'all saying all this when they first came out? <laughs> 20, 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago, he's like, oh, Grand Hill, Grand Hill. <laughs> I fucking hate y'all right now. <laughs> Shoes are high shoe. Doesn't matter how old it is. Patrick, you and shits go hard, right? Would y'all would y'all wear them Patrick Ewing shits? Them shits them shits look good. Them color schemes they got out now. The Patrick Ewings. He said I was two. <laughs> Adrian, hey. <laughs> the brothers. I hate y'all niggas. I, <laughs> I can't stand y'all asses. Y'all some motherfucking fashion bullies for real. Ah oh, shit, I'm weak right now. Y'all got me weak. I was three. Look at all these, these babies in here. I was three. I was two. <laughs> Them Ewans go hard though. <laughs> yeah, the first Iversons still go hard. Yeah. Miss Naya, pay these, pay these fashion bullies no mind. They are fashion bullies.
I'm busy coming with a pack of black and miles. <laughs> yeah. Hey, them them humans, what are they, 120 now? 130? They used to be dead they used to be dead cheap. Yeah, but they ain't cheap no more. Oh, them shoes with the extra sole paste on with one leg too short. You know what? The college polo with the taping? Nah. Nah. Oh, back the first grants the first grants go hard. I don't see what all the slander is about. I don't understand. I don't understand this Grand Hill slander. Sh I don't. What the fuck ever. Y'all not gonna shame me. God damn it. No, no shoe shaming today. You still have like I. I know. I know. I normally I don't never go this long, but I don't wanna. I don't wanna ramble for nothing. I agree. The first grants were better. I. I agree, but. These are the only ones they had in suede, so you know, you widow to a dice game. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a dice game. Ah <laughs> uh, shit. Y'all killing me right now. You know what the hell with y'all? <laughs> I see why Grandel suffered from a career of injuries. <laughs> right. Yeah, you had bad ankles, man. Them bad ankles. Hey, remember when um a few years ago People were like tearing the ACL from the, uh, what was it, from Adidas? They were saying that the Adidas shoes were, were giving people problems. Like, I know when Derek Rose hurt himself, he was wearing Adidas, right? And a couple other uh, NBA guys that hurt themselves wearing, uh, wearing Adidas. I think, I believe it was Adidas. Life alert threes. Yeah, yeah, British Knights go hard. Yeah, back in the day they did, yeah. That BK. I remember the commercials, and they had the, the flight suits. They go with them. I'm literally eating these brownies. Oh my god! How many brownies have you had, Night Real? I'm scared to ask. Wait a minute, uh, Nike had a brain fart and, and brought them blazers out and all in color. Yeah, that that was pretty much. That was, yo, D Rose, Derrick Rose is like the biggest, one of the biggest to me, one of the biggest busts. Ever. And I don't mean draft-wise, but that nigga had one good year in which he shouldn't have won MVP. And that nigga ain't, been done, ain't done shit since then. Niggas was like, oh my gosh, Chicago, the Bulls is back, D-Rose, build a team around D-Rose, yada, yada, yada. That nigga had one good year cashed out and ain't and been garbage ever since. And been garbage ever since. Yeah, he got injured. He, he got, he, but this is what people forget. He was injured at Memphis. He stayed injured in Memphis. That's what people forget. He he's always been fragile, always been fragile. So um, these are Grand Hill dad shoes. Y'all pull y'all just y'all just really own it right now. Hey yo no hey you know what Nino? I had a pair of them uh, them flat toed Steve's Steve Madden's. Should have been wearing them heels. <laughs> he put it, uh, you know. That nigga had one good year, man. He cashed out. I mean, I give him that. But other than that, he's still gonna go down. He's still a, still a bust. Not he's not like he's not Greg Oden level, but he's still a bust. Yo, I remember when chicks used to wear mud jeans, right? Did y'all ever did y'all ever wear mud jeans, ladies? I knew a lot of white girls that wore mud jeans. I never seen a lot of sisters in, in mud jeans. 
I remember when um, motherfuckers used to wear Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. Like, my mom has a couple of pairs of Gloria Vanderbilts. Like, still. And, like, in her closet. Like, like why? But Rockports, never had a pair of Rockports. I've heard they're pretty good. No muds for you, Naya? See, Naya will remember the mud jeans. Yeah. I mean, yo, if you had hips, they were perfect for you. If you didn't have hips, though, if you weren't, like, wide-hipped, mud jeans were not, were not, probably not for you. Yo, Havana Joes are very hard to find. And if you find a pair, you're going to pay dearly for it. But yeah, them Gloria Vanderbilt shits used to, and the Jordache jeans, for those that, that remember Jordache jeans. Mud jeans, I, that's what I'm saying, yeah, I, I knew a lot of white girls that wore, that wore mud. Hey, did y'all, did y'all ever wear Jinkos? I've never owned a pair of Jinkos. I'm slightly wide. The real G-Money. Yeah, I've, I've heard Rockport's are, are, are uh, upper echelon shoes. I just, this style to me is very bland. You know, very conservative. Nothing, you know, nothing screams, hey, I'm a Rockport, right? You just, that's one of those you just know it's a Rockport. Yo, I had a couple of Ed Hardy t-shirts. I had a, um, yo, oh my God, Ed Hardy was all over the place. Ed Hardy was like, you couldn't escape Ed Hardy. Like, Ed Hardy was in your face 24-7. That was for the others. Ms. Latisse, hey. <laughs> no, hey, you know what? You, South Pole is like, okay. Okay. Let me tell you who wears South Ports, or South, South Poles. The only people I've seen that wear South Pole were Mexicans. I'm sorry, I said it. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying. I've only seen South South Pole worn by Mexicans. Like to this day. You can still find you 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 go out, you can you can see some wearing, still wearing some to this day. Like no lie. Yeah, South Pole, that means you were that to us you were poor. For real. For real. Yes. We, we used to harass motherfuckers that that wore South Pole. Yeah, dead to rights. Dead to rights. Like, but to this day, they still wear them shits. Yo, Parasuco's go hard. Yes! Stefan Parasuco jeans was the shit. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. You got clown wearing Jinkos. <laughs> Motherfucking Jinkos, boy. Hey, that was. Hey, them motherfuckers had their little black Jinkos that should be flared out in little wallet chains and shit. You couldn't tell them white kids shit. You couldn't tell them white kids shit about their Junkos, man. They had their little wallet chains with a little chain hanging down. You couldn't tell them shit. Um, Echo was cool. It depend. It depend on what 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 um what styling it was. If the, some of the jeans was cool, like I still got a pair of Echo jeans that I don't wear. Like I still got I still got a Sean John um jean outfit. I don't wear. Like I've never. I worn a few times. I just had it for whatever reason. You know. South Pole bootleg of the bootleg. Yo, yeah, South Pole, yeah. You you don't get no cool points wearing South Pole, man. Like, you really don't. Fubu making... Uh, I'm, I, listen, if Fubu came back, I don't want no parts of Fubu. I'm good. No, thank you. 
No, thank you. Hey, you had the metallic Jinkos. See, Jalene had a pair of Vanderbilts until she did the Oprah interview, and she didn't make them for black, black women. Oh, yeah, that was bad, right? That was bad. USPA. I, yeah, I got a couple old USPA shirts. Yo, you still got Baby Fat. Yo, I, Baby Fat was... That shit was expensive uh, if you were a chick. Like, Kimora made a killing off y'all wearing that Baby Fat shit. They went straight into the trash. Yo, who 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 had the A-ball jackets? I never had no A-ball jackets. I had, um... All my leather joints were, uh... Mirage, Averex. I had one FUBU leather. That was pretty much it. I, I never had... I never had a get used. I never had a um, never had an eight ball jacket. Hey, no, hey, for real, Sean John when he when his when his jean suits came out, it had like the the the, the, the like the the silver tint to them shits. And they was clean as fuck. They was clean. I ain't gonna front. And them Sean John shits was they were, they were expensive as fuck, but they were clean, clean. I didn't care for the fat farm shoes. Yeah, Lacoste was always was always good. Hey, starter coats. Yeah, we yo starter coats. I remember I had I had a few friends get robbed for their starter coats back in the day, and I, I I had I had those. I had the triple fat goose coats, the trench coat shits, the L.A. King shits, the Charlotte L.A. King, Charlotte and Duke, were like the only ones people wore in our area with, the, with those uh, triple fat trench those, those trench coats. Yeah, I still got I still got my Cubs starter jacket somewhere. I think it's at my mom's house. Yep. Yeah, Fat Farm was everywhere because you know if you read the source, it's always in like the first ten pages of the advertising of the source. Rockerwear jeans was was dope. And like everybody had nice nice jean outfit, the the jacket and jeans. Rockefeller had dope shit. Sean John had dope shit. Echo had dope. Like, they all had the, the jean outfits was on point. Even when Levi's, when they did the Mod Squad movie, they had the, the colored jean jacket outfits. Them shits was dope. Them state property jeans had the, had the extra pocket on the inside so you could hide your pistol. I know about that. I know about state far jeans. Yeah. They had the extra pocket on the inside. Oh, you know what? I know what you're talking about, Gene, uh, Nino. I know what you're talking about. Hey, remember the one racing jacket that everyone had to have was, uh, which one was it? Um, I had a couple Alpine Stars, but the one that everyone was like after was the one Ice Cube wore in, um, in Torque. That particular jacket, like, everybody was after that jacket. Like, everybody had to, had to have, have a racing jacket. But I, was, I always had Alpine Stars. Like, to me, they're the best. The best racing jackets. I, I like their styling. So if it's Alpine Stars, I'll, I'll buy that shit. Wait, but beans was super incriminating. That nigga, yeah. I bought a vintage Ferrari windbreaker. Shit, how much was it? The Ferrari uh, windbreaker, Nino. First down jacket is always cool, but guess you know. But when you wash them shits, right, and then you you puff on them, and the, the feathers come out the shit. This is like, oh my god, it just started leaking feathers all over the place. You had to get rid of it. Hey, 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 Gorilla Theos. Hey, I'm not going to say nothing. When I see him in the, in the South Pole, I just be like, hey, that's what they like. 
I'm not here to judge. Oh my God, the NASCAR jackets. Oh my gosh, the Eminem, the Jeff Gordons. Like everybody had either Jeff Gordon or the Eminem jacket, right? Niggas ain't never watched NASCAR in a day in their life. <laughs> when the motherfuckers wearing them NASCAR jackets like it was going out of style. Ah, that shit got that shit was corny after a while, man. That shit was corny after a while. Hockey jerseys. Yo, that shit that shit that's like every every hood nigga had a NASCAR jacket on. Every nigga you knew was a, you thought was a drug dealer, it's like, yeah, he's wearing a NASCAR jacket. The Orange Home Depot shit. It, it, you know, it's cool if not everybody's wearing it. But once everyone picks up, that's why I hate like getting something popular because once everyone gets a hold of it, it's like it ain't even special anymore, you know? The mid cut. The mid, the mid cutting boots. So the wee man definitely had one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Anything trendy? All oh, the trucker hats, the fucking um, what hats were they? What was the, the Ed the Ed Van? Um, what was the real popular trucker hat, y'all? What was it? Which one was it? The Von, yeah, Von Dutch. There you go. Yes, Von Dutch. Everybody's a Von Dutch. Holy shit. Like, you... Man, between that and Ed Hardy. Like, it was like, where, where the fuck do you go? Where the fuck do you go? Wait, 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 wait. I just saw Purge 4 and it's pretty much told what's going on in Shot and all the black and poverty communities. They turned his L-Sun and catch into MacGyver. Well, that's good that, he, that he's, uh... Well, that's good as far as Denzel's son is, uh... I'm, I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, Von Dutch was everywhere. Everywhere. Hey, what y'all remember about, uh... I used to have a pair of uh, Sperry Top Siders. The boat shoes. I used to love boat shoes. It was either Sperry Top Siders or, or uh... Was it Coastla Coastlands? Or Eastlands? Eastlands. Either you had Eastlands or you had Sperry Top Siders, right? But the weird thing was... To the young kids... Um, the Eastlands were more, right, more respected. But to grown folks, Sperry Topsiders was like the shit for us boat shoes. Like, boat shoes got slept on. Like, I loved some a good pair of boat shoes, man. Them shits would last you forever. Machine and damaged jeans, yeah. Wait a minute, I stole my mother, my mother red leather pants. Pops with my <laughs> Yo, Eastlands and Sperry Top Siders. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yo, yeah, Eastlands were not cheap. Eastlands were not cheap. There was a, listen. It was. I don't know about y'all, but where I went to school, you know how you take your your jeans and you will fold it and then roll it up. It had that crazy that crazy cuff at the end of it. You would do that shit with some with some nice socks and some some Eastlands or some Sperry Top Siders. You was good to go. Remember the Bugle Boy jeans, right? The, the Bugle Boy jeans had the the the, uh, the print on the inside of it, and you would fold the shit. You would do you do like you would fold it, and then you roll it up, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about? How you do your cuffs, your jean cuffs? 
I know I'm come on, I'm the only one that did this. I know I'm not the only one that did this shit with the, with their jeans. Not even with the jeans, but like with the cargo pants and shit. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You would fold it. You would take the cuff of the jean and the bottom of it. You would you would fold it over and then you would and then you would roll it up. That yeah, that that's yeah, yeah. Know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that that cuff, that particular cuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And with that, with with some nice argyle socks and some Eastlands with some Sperry top siders, you're in the game. You in the game, of masters. <laughs> yeah. This is like, for me, this is like, what, 7th, 8th grade? 5th grade. 5th, 6th, 7th grade. Yeah. Oh, you still cuff them? Yeah, I remember, um, and then, um, the Doc Martin, the Bugle Boy classic. Exactly, yes. Bugle Boys, yo, Bugle Boys went hard. Don't sleep on Bugle Boys. Are those Bugle Boy jeans? Why, yes, they are. Yeah, I remember the commercial. Come on now. The cuff made the bottom tight to show off your shit. Yeah, yeah. Kanye West was seen with a small vial of blood in his jacket pocket. I think it's a child's blood. Eh. And we don't know. Yo, yeah, Ava Rex was like, if you yeah, if you had your hands on Ava Rex jacket, you were you were the shit without question. Yeah, even now, if you can find a decent Avarex jacket, you're in the game. I had a, yeah, I had a members only jacket, just a regular jacket though. Wait a minute, what? Mexicans used to put rubber band and then they cover they dig. Oh yeah, they sure did. They sure did. They sure did. They sure did. Damn, Nino, you done brought back some memories on that one, bro. I totally forgot about that shit. Motherfuckers sure did used to wear the motherfucking rubber bands on the end of the day. They did, they did that shit in jail, too. On their on they, uh, they pants where it's too long, they wrapped the shit up with the rubber band. Wow. Wow. Pele Pele was cool, but then their leather jackets, when they came up with the, all the diamonds and or the, the, the rhinestones and that dumbass shit, I was like, ah, oh, y'all, y'all lost me with that. Y'all lost me with that. And P was seen in the hotel room with Naked Man court and hotel housekeeping. Eh. Nike Cortez is still classic. But we used to call those dope mans because all the dope dealers used to wear uh, the Nike Cortezes. Yeah, the, these new Pele Pele's are, are garbage. Old Pele Pele's were okay. Colombian raincoats. Lot 29. I remember, but not... Not that well. Yeah, those those NASCAR jackets. I mean, it was cool like for the first month. That once you know once the hood gets a hold of that shit, it's just like ah, it's done. Hey, remember when everybody's wearing the Zodiac sign T-shirts? That was really popular at the time too. Like everybody in my mom had a Zodiac sign T-shirt. Everybody. Like you, like if you didn't have a zodiac sign T-shirt, I don't know what to tell you. The clips cut twenty, lot twenty nine hot. Yo, it was a lot of brands that you know had a had a a, a brief run, and then just and it fizzled out real quick. 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't. What was it? The, the, the platinum Fubus that that had the, the Fat Alberts, right? That was the platinum Fubu, right? The platinum edition. Yeah, that shit to me was was corny. I remember the the Pink Panther uh, racing jacket because I only seen one guy with it ever. Yeah, Time Lord, we still at it. We 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 sitting here reminiscing about our childhood and shit, man. We ain't talking about shit. <laughs> we just sitting here re- reminiscing. Few tennis tennis visors in the mid nineties. All right, I'm wrapping this up in eight minutes. Eight minutes will put me at three hours, and I know y'all got you guys got things to do. Yeah, airbrush jack. Yeah, anything airbrush was always dope. Um, the the yeah, the, the uh, zodiac sign T-shirts always was was going hard. Oh, the uh, the jeans with the, with the uh, the if you had the platinum or the, the the leather suede fronts, I had I had a bunch of paired open joints. The, the leather suede front jeans always always went hard back in the day. I seen somebody a couple years ago to try to bring them back, but it just didn't look right. It didn't look right. It didn't look right. No, nah, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't. It was a rerun uh, yesterday. I didn't have time to do it last night or yesterday, rather. I did not wear Nietzsche. No, I did not. No, I did not. Nope. I mean, some, some, and one. Okay, student of life. The only time I like and one ever, ever is when watching them play basketball. I never owned a pair of and one shoes. I never owned none of their shirts, none of the shorts. Not saying it was bad, but I just everything was so oversized. Like a lot, a lot of those clothes y'all mentioned for me was they was oversized. I couldn't fit none of that shit because they never made anything that's in, in those smaller sizes for me. So mainly the majority of my jeans were either Jabos or Levi's because they always made my size. Now, mind you, I'm in I'm in high school. I'm I'm 28 inch waist, so nobody's making 28 28 inch waist jeans outside of outside of Jerbo and Levi's. You know, as I got older, you know, then you know they I guess they wised up a little bit and started making 30s, but I did not wear kid size. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck ever. Yeah, man. Like the only time you wear in ones is if if you out there actually playing basketball. If you wearing that shit to be going around trying to style in, nah, we we would laugh at you for for the and one shits for real, for real, for real. My kid, dad's slides. <laughs> you know what? Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand y'all. <laughs> yeah, like um, who else had my size? Bugle Boys had my size. Mm. Man, that was pretty much it. Like Lee jeans. Like I every once in a while I buy a pair of Lees, but it, it all depends on the, on the cut at the uh, at the cuff. But for the most part, ninety percent of my jeans are Levi's. Levi's, one pair of Echoes I don't wear. Um, I got some other shit sitting in, in, in folded up that's 
probably now still too tight because my legs are too big now for for the jeans. But for the most part, Levi's is, is always is, is my go-to jeans. So, and my homeless people rocking shit out of some A and one. They had no choice but to Daniel. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is it safe to say you never wore those long ass white tees? I know my mother would not let me wear those long ass white tees. I never, I couldn't. Some of the fashion I couldn't get into because my parents would be like, "What the fuck are you wearing? Like, you want to like a thug?" See, back then, to be considered to be called a thug was a very, very bad thing. Like when your parents said, "Oh, I don't like you hanging around that thug." Like thug meant bad. Like it was like, "Oh no, he's a thug." Ooh, you know. So back then, that word was not. Uh, it was not as endearing as it is now, or even when Pac was alive. Back then, my parents were like, you look like a thug. Go change it. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't have my shit was never oversized. My shit had to fit right and look presentable. So to this day, that's why I like all my clothes to fit. Like, I, I, I don't wear oversized anything. I like my shit to fit. Hillbilly wear Wranglers. I never, I never own rank. No, and I'm working Wranglers. Hell no. If you wore Dada shoes, instant roast. I had like I had a few pairs of Dadas, man. The Damani Dadas. They had the, the uh, one had the blue and orange color scheme. Other ones had the blue and light blue, and then one had the blue and yellow color scheme. You know, tall tees, diplomats. Yeah, I never got into that shit. I've only, I've, 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 I have one pink polo. That I've never worn. Never. It's a large. And I bought that shit way back when um, Cam was doing the pink shit. And for whatever reason, I've never worn, I never got a chance to wear the shit. So. Ain't one shoes so terrible to play ball in. Yo, I had a pair of Kazal glasses. That back then ran me about 125 And even back then, that was, that was pretty expensive for some glasses. So I had, I had a pair of Kazals. And then you had the fake ones, the fake ones called gazelles, right? Motherfuckers be trying to pass that shit off like gazelles. Like, no, nigga, they, they ain't gazelles, those gazelles. Because that shit would say gazelle on the bottom of that shit. And niggas would pull the pull tag off. So you think they were gazelles? Like, no, that ain't, that ain't the real deals. <laughs> hey, somebody said rustler jeans. Oh, God. Not rustler jeans. Wrangler <laughs> jeans be spread as fuck as people <laughs> Hey, Wranglers, no. Rustlers, no. Lees, uh, Route 66, eh, you know. Yeah, let's, uh-uh. We're not doing that. You wearing Rustlers, you down bad. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Sakonese was cool. Sakonese was cool. Diodoros was cool. It was a lot of it was a lot of cool shit back then. I didn't care for the uh, the Asics so much, you know. Um, didn't care for Asics. I didn't care for the Brooks shoes. If, for those that remember Brooks tennis shoes, nope. Um, tough skins. Ooh, new, no, new, no, new, no, new. No. Anchor blues. I remember those. I'm gonna stop watching was a fashion trend I mentioned with chances with chicks. Um, let me see what what else. I had a Techno Marine watch back in the day. That motherfucker was like fifteen hundred. This is back when Techno Marines was like one of the first ones that be putting diamonds in their shit like that. Um 
like every rap nigga had a Techno Marine watch. Like anybody that was in the, in the industry, that's like how we used to differentiate who was in the business or not because they had a Techno, techno Marine. And once you got a Techno Marine, it was like, okay, you in the business, let's do business. Let, let, what you talking about? Because you could afford it for one, right? And it was like code for everybody, for people in the industry. Like you had to have two things to stand out in the business. You either had to have a Techno Marine watch or a, a, or a, a time port. Uh, the uh, the two way, so if you had one of those niggas, was like, okay, you must be in the business. What, let's let's do some, let's work together. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, for those that remember the Techno Marine watches, they were like they had the rubber band, and uh, they had the diamond bezel. Them shits was clean back then. So let me see what time is it. All right, I've been on here for three hours. Y'all been watching me talk my, my shit for three hours. Squatch watch. Oh, yo, Squatches was the shit. Yes. Yes, I had a few Squatches. Yes. And I, you had to buy the uh, the guard that went over the top of it to keep it from scratching up and shit, the plastic guard. Yo, Squatches was the shit. It's the, the shit. Yeah, Squatches was the shit. Swatches, guest watches. Um, damn, what else? What other watches did they have back then? What do you mean, old man? <laughs> yeah, come on. Hey, hey, listen. Back then, swat. Listen, if, if you had a swatch, once again, that was all white kid shit. Like a lot of a lot of this shit that I'm naming, a lot of white kids had like the swatches. Like, like you had a swatch, you was the shit. They were like. 50, 60 bucks. Now, mind you, a $50 watch back in 1990 was a lot of money. That was not, that was no chump shit. You know what I'm saying? That, that wasn't no chump shit. And then the, the plastic guard that go, went over it was $10 by itself. I got a couple pair and one shoes. <laughs> Shorts right now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, swatches. Yeah, they was the shit, man. Fuck. Okay. All right. It wasn't... A, well, I mean... Listen, you got to understand, Chris. Like... I guess you could, you could say it's a form of... of, of uh, you know, white validation. But if you go to school and they're predominantly white kids, you know, your parents can afford it, fuck it. You know? It was the time. Like that was the trend. Like when motherfuckers was was, was spending one hundred fifty dollars for some Doc Martens. I didn't care for Doc Martens, but I knew a lot of black kids that wanted Doc Martens, and I'm like, well, you know, like Doc Martens back then, not those, those shits was a buck fifty. Your bread stretch? No, that was my parents' bread shit. Doc Martens, this is all early 90s stuff. Even mid-90s. I would never, I just never liked the style. I never liked that thick-ass soul. And, you know, I know motherfuckers that, that would, that, I mean, they would took care of their shit. They would 
the leather spray, the leather, um, I mean, they were treated like, it was almost like a military shoot. That's how motherfuckers are treating Doc Martens and shit, you know? Our jeans to me, as long as they look fashionable, I'm with that. Yeah, I knew a lot of motherfuckers like, oh my God, Doc Martens, and they was like, Doc Martens out. The sandals was $75, $80, you know? So I was just like, it's like I had something down my backs was watching. <laughs> Hey, Dan, you just had to you just had to be there, brother. Like you had to be there at the time. Like swatches was the shit. Like you got a swatch, you was you was the shit. Like you were doing something right. And um, and then you gotta understand, cause like back then, my mom had a uh, she had a Chrysler Fifth Avenue, right? And it, the year it, the year dropped, she bought it, right? So back then, you no, know, if you had a Chrysler Fifth Avenue, like that was a it wasn't a cheap vehicle. Like, it was like, oh, shit, you doing something, you know, y'all, oh, you, your mom's driving this, you know? So, because, once again, in my neighborhood, like, when I would go to tennis practice, a couple of the parents, either, they either had Fifth Avenues or Mercedes. And, like, Fifth Avenues, at one point, were, you know, were above a Cadillac, or, like, like right there on the Cadillac level. Like, for those that remember, like, a, Fifth, a New Yorker Fifth Avenue, with, you know, with the, the leather, everything... You know, it was right on par with the caddy back then. So, um, find something to. Let me see. I got all my swatches from Hedge. Wait a minute. Who said the whole gay movement? Wait, why are we talking about the gay movement? No gay talk. No gay talk. Because I'm not trying to get my shit flagged. Hey, not nah, Noble. I'm, a, I'm about to wrap this up, brother. I know people got things to do as opposed to just sit here and watch me run my mouth and reminisce about you know, the 90s, Thunderbird car. The Thunderbird, the, the SC, the supercharged. He said the platform Grand Hills increase. You know what? Fuck you, Prince O'Mill. My shit, me shit's clean. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> shit. Them shits go hard. I'm going to wear them shits. Damn it. I'm going to take a picture and I'll put it on Instagram. Nah, sessions. I'm good. Look, I ain't about to do no motherfucking uh, no no eight hour stream like these other guys. I I we got too many things to do. Yes, I got a pair of Tim's leather, not suede but leather, and uh, I I wear them, but I don't like to wear them because you know with the leather shoes they get that crease you know where the, where the flex is in the toe or in the heel or in the toe part, and it's pretty hard to, to get rid of. So I I I sparingly wear the the, the leather Tim's. Which I do these ghost specials. <laughs> so I got for the most part my shoes are either um running, wallabies, or my Timberlands. The Otis Williams files, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> it's the Otis Williams. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I'm gonna wear the shit out of my wallabies though. I'll wear those. Like I'll wear them shits to death. 
Not widows to death. Put a put a pair of fish in the heels. <laughs> He's gonna do another ghost. Now nah, I'm um I'm gonna do another another session. Um shit, what's today? Probably do one tomorrow. Hopefully I can I can squeeze one in tomorrow. So, but yo, I'm gonna I'm wrap this up. But do you have New York Timbs? You mean the suede? I don't have the suede joints. I got the leather joints. V6 Thunder, Thunderbird was popular in the back. I know what you're talking about. I had an, I had an uncle that had the uh, the supercharged, the SE. The really long one. The one that Chuck Norris drove in um in one of his movies. My uncle had bought one of those. What kind of sandals when he's on his purpose? That's funny. That's funny. No what kind of sandals. When I'm going back to the graveyard, shit. I I I don't know. I'm working I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Free Tim's at Bob's trick. So yeah, let me get let me get up out of here. Uh I thank y'all for hanging out with me. So by all means, whether you celebrate this day or not, you know, go enjoy your day. Go get filled with the swine. So, um, I'm gonna try and do one tomorrow for the most part. But yeah, I, I wanted to do this one. Because I haven't, I haven't been streaming in the last couple of days. So, yeah. So, I, I appreciate everybody for hanging out. I enjoyed the conversation and, uh, you know, reminiscing and everything. So, let me get up out of here. Y'all go ahead, go enjoy it yourselves and be with your families. I will catch y'all the next time, all right? Peace.